you love Michigan sports. Red Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and the list goes on. And you love beer. Love beer. Who doesn't? What if we mixed the two together? of my sports we'll talk everything michigan sports like only we do and then we'll down our fair share of beer from a local brewery grading the beer throughout the episode so pop a cold one on your end and we'll get busy on ours this is the state of my sports That's right, everyone. This is State of My Sports. This is episode 113, and this number just keeps on growing wow. every week. It's crazy. Yeah. But we are live here tonight at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe. Wild uh, stuff. Ready to talk about some, the, I mean, the MLB draft just, just wrapped up today. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Ryan's going to break down every single player. All, through all 20. 20. All 20 of them. Right? Or 20, 21. 21. There you go. 20, I was you just got it. You got me. You beat me to it, though. <laughs> No, we're going to talk mainly about the, the first three, I think, is where we're going to stick, and then kind of the, the draft as a whole. We're going to stick on the Tigers, talk about some trade pieces, and, and I found a nice little article um, that kind of breaks down each player, and he, they put them into some tiers, and we're going to kind of talk about that and, and have some fun with that. Uh, Detroit nice. Lions, I mean, what are we? I think I, think I saw th- there's some teams reporting to camp on Monday. Yeah. Is that right? Like the first the, the first group? Did you slip Lions talk into here? I did slip. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, you just added 60 minutes of my life to this podcast. Where? My, oh, my god. It's on there. Yeah. It's, on, it's actually on oh. my, my special sheet because it's a lot of uh, questions. He sent, he sent over to you. He's like, uh, pit, uh, Tiger's heavy this week. And you're like, oh, no big deal. Yeah. He's like, I thought perfect. Like, Lions, Lions got to cover. Right on the, the table. table. Have a, yeah. he, he didn't say no big deal. He said, oh, this could be a long one. And then he thought, oh, the Lions, too? No, oh, as long uh-oh. as we keep Lions or Red Wings he, out of it, we're usually good. <laughs> he heard Lions. He got really concerned and then started flipping through pages <laughs> yeah. quickly. I've never seen him sweat so quickly. There's a little <laughs> glistening there. But we are going to talk some. There's some lists that are coming out. Lists are always fun to talk about. Break down. Tell them where they're wrong. So uh, we got some lists that we're going to break through. Um, hmm. Sweat so quickly. Interior. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. I'm still thinking Interior about linemen, sweat. quarterbacks, all the good, the fun things, right? Oh, that was a quick sweat. Um, quick I lost sweat. where I'm at, but we're also going to celebrate uh, National French Friday. We're going to give our, we're going to fill our banana boat with our four favorite national French fries. We'll see. We'll see, he says. We'll. <laughs> Bend those rules. Well, I, I, I have no idea what that even means. Nas- like national chains, I think is where national I was French fries. Yeah, so like Applebee's is a national restaurant. So if it's Applebee's, which it's not, I'm assuming say U.S. versus like Canada versus <laughs> right, like a like a March Madness of French yes. fries by country <laughs> by country. <laughs> yeah. For our betting hero segment, we're going to celebrate me <laughs> in my win with the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to talk about how the how the odds kind of moved on from the start of the season, heading into the playoffs, and all that good stuff. Um, and we're also going to talk about some NBA stuff as well. Uh, and then we're gonna br- draft our British Open fearsome foursome, so that so get the get the pick is in button oh, ready, Kyle. <laughs> you just know that this is gonna be a long one now, Jaws. but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Before we jump into, oh, of course we're gonna grade some Sicily Arnold's Michigan beer, which we're at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe. He's got ten minutes. We're drinking. On the lines. That's it. We're drinking <laughs> Mich- or the Hops beer. We're drinking some the Hops beer tonight. Um, before we jump into the episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, obviously. Is the state of uh, the feature? Oh my gosh! Where, 
The best. They're the, the best. There's something. Yeah. What, what brewery are they? What is it? Official. You, official. Thank official. you. The official brewery of State of I'm already going to say Ryan. legit. They're the legit brewery <laughs> the official of State brewery of, of State of My just, Sports. Just tag in. 2021. Right. Uh, Siciliano's Market. Ready, they help us pick out our Michigan beer for each and every episode. Mac Web Design. I uh, got our website up and running, and Betting Hero helps us and you guys get the best odds out there for whatever you want to bet on. So uh, please check all of our sponsors out and let them know. We sent you. We're all here today. We got John Dornboss working behind the scenes. Uh, Kyle Fossey's over there. He's still stressed about the time of this, this episode is going to take. Ryan Waltart, Micah Smith. Actually, we got a, a listener watching as well. So hopefully, hopefully there's some comments That's from, right, from yeah. the listener over there. Not given the name or anything. She's no. not our big. She doesn't have a diamond when she's a famous listener. She though. is a famous listener. Top fan. Very well top quoted. Fan. I think top fan. I if I could fight it, I would say no. But I mean, I, she I actually say, is. I would so. say number one. I don't. I don't know how to fight Facebook. They just they did that. Not me. So I don't know what happened yeah, with that. Yeah. But uh, she tagged along and and she she might even. I don't know. Comment. Talk. Are you going to comment on some stuff today? Sure. Yes, we got what comments. Is she that's, over that's, there? What are just you drinking? Water with lemon. Yes. No. So she, her order. And oh, I know this. Yes. Um, I'm going to that next. So yeah. her 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 go to drink is their seltzer. So they have the the blank seltzer, right, with no flavor. They got a name for it. Uh, Black Talon. That's a cool name. It is a cool name. Wow. Um, I think it's the opposite of like White Claw. <laughs> I think is what they were went for. Isn't that isn't that what Eric told yes. us? Yeah. 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 When he was on, what episode was that? Forty two. Uh, Sixteen. Yes. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Hi -o. Hey yo. There we go. But you know, she gets the the blank one with some li lemon in it. Lemon or lime. She goes lemon. She's lemon. So. Lemon. It's, it's yellow. It's clearly it's not yellow. green. <laughs> so that might have been the longest intro ever. I feel like I'm getting longer and longer every single time, yeah, which is good. So which is yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we are. Uh, I mean, Kyle. The biggest thing that that happened this weekend was the was it the Euro Cup? Is that the right word? Euro. Yeah. But yeah. Kind of Euro. Euro so is that just a step below the World Cup? Yes. But so they they hold it on the uh, the off two years, right? So World Cup's every four, just like you know. Yeah. So the two years off, and then you have the gotcha. Euros. So then the is and so, and at the same but it's time, only European teams. Like they don't allow like correct. right. But at, at the same time, the Americas are running the same thing. So Argentina right. just oh, won really? the Americas. Messi with with Lionel Messi. Yep. And then yeah, okay. Isn't Italy it Lionel? Won, uh, Lionel. 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 It's a cool call name. Me. We we gotta know. So anyways, anyways, with the Euro Cup though. Yeah. So one Italy, thing, Italy took a home. Italy won in a shootout, right? What was the score of the game? Was it 1-1? 1-1 one, 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 one going into the shootout, yeah. yeah. Okay. My question is, do we like that a big tournament like that can end in a shootout? Yes. I do too. Uh, yeah. I, I, like I said before, like I'm kind of like I was torn at first, but like though, after playing as long as those guys did yeah. with only three subs, um, like – uh, they were reading gassed. text messages over I there. Can't tell, the, tell Heather <laughs> to stop texting Andrew here because I can't. Every time it flashes, can't I have to look. Uh, <laughs> that they were so gassed, they were just trying to get to the shootout at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah, yeah. Well, I think nobody would have given Italy a chance in that shootout before because, like, if they were, if they kept playing, Pickford's the best goalie. He's the, for England, everything like that. And you, the guy, Marcus. Rashford, who they subbed on in the last minute because they knew it was going to PKs, missed his penalty. Yep. Okay. Off the Jaka post. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Or Yaka. Um, and one other guy did too. Um, it, yeah, so I mean, it, you wouldn't have. I thought Italy would be done at that point. What a, what a terrible shootout, though. It was, was bad. It? Oh, my gosh. I didn't watch it. 
any of it. Yeah. So, but I, I just, like, outside perspective, not a big soccer guy. I'm going to admit it. But, like, in my opinion, I, I wouldn't want that big of a tournament to end that way. Like, it just seems like a cheesy way to to end, you know? Well, here, here's what I like about it, because if you look at the play style between England and Italy, Italy gets a little bit of crap here and there because they are all about, like, ball possession. Okay. And... If they hold on to the ball, they and England couldn't do anything about it. So they just their their best defense is offense because they just pass it around and it oh, yeah. and it's kind of a dull game. They get they get accused of that here and there. Okay, um, I've been so, thinking if Sam was watching this by some strange twist of fate, he would hate this game. Yeah, he because would. It, like, yeah, like, <laughs> no, be, because yeah. they just they control That's the how ball. They, do they control yeah. the field. They control, they control the, the ball. ball. So then. They probably like this was England's best chance for a win, and this was probably Italy's like oh no moment. But it goes into the the, the shootout, and Italy pulls it off. I I was written for Italy, absolutely one hundred percent, because I know a well, lot of Italians. There. You also live there. You right? lived yeah, there for six yeah. months well, in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. I've been in New Jersey quite a bit, and I've been hanging out with only Italians. They were going nuts. Through this were you there when it happened? Or, no, you were. I home was not there. Yeah, I was home. Oh man, I bet that would have been a blast. Oh, I was. I texted. I him. cannot imagine like what they would have bought you to drink that night. If you oh, were I know. Yeah. Well, Michele, Michele is the guy I was hanging out with the whole time, and he he's a huge fan, and he was at a wedding, like a really important wedding in his family. And he didn't. He didn't uh, go to the wedding at all. Like he was just in the corner watching the game <laughs> and like yelling at inappropriate times and stuff. That so sounds yeah. like something I so would do. I told him I was right there with him, and Ari put his Italy jersey on the next day. So yeah. it's awesome. Oh, I, I got a picture it. and I that's, sent it to him. That's awesome. Turn it up. We do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicily Annals Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether they know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Annals Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of My Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. Not this episode. This episode, we are at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, which we'll, we'll get into their read in a minute. But, sure. I mean, we don't, have to, we don't need Siciliano's help with, the, with this week. Sure. Unfortunately. I mean, kind of fortunately, I <laughs> just guess. Just throw that I'm just, just, I don't know what I mean saying. Like, there. I have a lot going on that I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. But uh, Ben helped us pick out our beers for tonight. So, Ryan, Kyle, you're, you're empty in I right don't now. I don't even want to know what's going on. <laughs> Mike, are you ready to introduce your beer? Yeah. All right. Let's, have, let's let Mike uh, do it. Wait, he, he doesn't have a beer either. Ryan, you have a beer. Yeah, you yeah, introduce yeah, your yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not I'll going go. well. Yeah, so I, I actually have a new one on tap, and this is a Walker Ave. ESB. It's a five and a half percenter, forty-two IBU. So pretty good flavor for for uh, um, for an ESB ale. An ale. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what is it? ESB. ESB. English. ESB. Something bitter. English. Well, just sound it out. Stout. Esb. 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 Is yeah. that a type of beer? Oh, it's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it says it somewhere on here. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's an English special bitter. Oh. It's just the first line. I was close. That's exactly. It, okay. So nice. I want to read, read a little bit about this. It's just the right amount of bitter, bitterness backed by a biscuity malt profile. Traditional English ale, easy drinking and perfect for when you desire something a little more with a little more backbone. Backbone. Man, I'm struggling tonight, too. <laughs> back one. How, how many glasses back of wine? How many glasses one. of wine? I'm on number two and two glasses of wine before. <laughs> this, is, this could get fun. Let's delay it. Let's have the internet okay. go out again right. so we can delay this even more. <laughs> um, I'm, I think I'm. I don't remember what I'm drinking. I think it's the Madeira Oaked Aged IPL. I'm pretty sure. There was something new that was down mm. there, and I thought that's what it was. Um, so it's brewed in collaboration with uh, the Wood Shop. Oh, this is the Wood Shop one. That Eric did with the woodshop from his uh, with his brother in law brother. or brother, yep. um, so it's a woodshop based in Chicago. Uh, the this India Pale Lager packs all the hop punch while being rounded by a soft lager yeast strain. Expect this beer to have a moderate hop bitterness, supported by a medium malt backbone. Uh, the American Red Oak kisses the beer and gives a harmonious did i say that right harmonious harmonious, harmonious nailed it balance uh that ties it all together so um i could be wrong that that's what i'm drinking but i think that's what i'm drinking well done well i'm still drinking a beer it's yeah, getting what, what refilled because i'm going, going on to, to the drink? second glass what are you going to drink what i am going to drink is juicio ball juicio ball is an ice cream truck classic in a glass the cream side ipa boasts a tropical fruit Pineapple, orange, and vanilla aroma, leading to a smooth, full-body citrus and slightly sweet flavor. Vic Secret and Lotus Hops. It does contain wheat and lactose, so, just so you know. Sam, you probably don't know who what Juicy Ball is referencing you know here. Yeah. Okay, so my first thought was Lucille Ball from the show I Love there Lucy. But I'm wondering if this is like the... Isn't there a ball or like a Lucille in the show that you guys brought up for our like mom bracket? Yeah. Is that what it's actually referencing? Or am I, am I correct? Or no, am I, you got it. You got it. I'm, I'm yeah, on it? You yeah, you got so it. So why, why wouldn't I know who I Love Lucy is? Well, I, I don't know. I was homeschooled too, I man. I called you out and you <laughs> got me. And he actually got it. Yeah. You got me. Jeez. <laughs> okay. This I don't beer, know if I should be offended or what? Well, like, you, can, you can be offended if you want. Right, I mean, every everyone decided that I am. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just now. All right, he's offended. Just now. What did, I it, work what did it get you to be offended? How does you it don't feel? even know. Look <laughs> <laughs> like at what Kyle just did, guys. <laughs> I miss it. What? What? Well, look what I he's got, drinking. I got a seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, oh. wait. I wanted to try for what I grade. I wanted to try the same one Ryan is drinking, but I'm not allowed to do that. No, yeah, you can do whatever you, you want. Don't right. tell him that. Other than leave. Yeah, don't say other, anything <laughs> other I than want. leave. <laughs> Jaws. To get all kinds of weird in here. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to do the same one Ryan was doing. Okay, so you're going to grade that one at the end of the episode as yes, well. Yes, I will get one after this. I forgot that we needed a beer to grade. <laughs> no, it's all right. Things happen. and You, you forgot that? Uh, is it good? Is it good? Yeah. Walker yeah. Ave is good. That is, is not a 0 to 10 grade, but we will get... A couple of them now. It's a live before the end of the episode. A right? live comment from live a listener. Live comment from a listener. That doesn't happen every day. Wow. Um, before we get into the main topic for episode 113, I want to remind everyone that the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe 
is open and pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan. Their revamped food menu, rotating taps, wine, and ciders make the hops perfect for whatever you have going on. From dinner with the family to late night drinks with your friends or post-softball games, which I do every Thursday night. Uh, the hops is becoming a staple in the West Michigan restaurant community uh, that we highly recommend to our friends and listeners. Keep an eye out for the, the hops coupon. So for the people that are watching live, there's this the hops coupon that's going around in the Val Pack in, in West Michigan here. What, what do we got going on here? So I'm going to look at it. So you get a beer for a nickel when you buy a $12 dinner. That's an amazing deal. It's not bad. And they got great $12 dinners. And they got great nickel beers. Yep. I could drink... Several of those. What if you buy two $12 meals? Can you get two beers for a nickel? That is a good question. Probably not. We don't work it here. It says one use per <laughs> ticket. <laughs> May not be combined with any other. I can get somebody if you want. Okay, a key thing. It can't be combined with any other offers, so you will not get the State of My Sports discount. When you mention State of My Sports, at least on your first one, maybe you can get it on later. I don't know. Just, just tell them what to do. Yeah, double it up. Maybe, maybe we'll, yeah, exactly. That was your best read I've ever seen you Thanks, do. Thanks, man. Uh, the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is it's the really official good. brewery of State of My Sports in 2021. Don't ruin it. Really good. And just mention State of My Sports and let them know that we sent you in. By by hearing us hearing it on the podcast, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he is Sam's having a good night. Yeah, a let's really just, good. Let's night. just hit a bumper here, yeah. and we'll three, two, <laughs> one. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, oh, YouTube, man. and Twitch. State of my sports. We're going to talk some Detroit Tigers. The yes. Tigers just had their draft, so they had the third overall pick, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and, and the results are in, basically. And I, I think it's worth getting into the first three guys that they drafted, and we can kind of talk about the the draft as a whole and the way that the, the Tigers – you know, I think the, the way that they planned and the way that it kind of was executed is, is worth talking about as well. It's not just about the top guys and stuff. It's about a, a, a plan, and I think we can yeah. get into the Avila plan as we get into it here. Um, but the, the So third overall pick, uh, yep. I don't have the whole list in front of me, but the Rangers. Can I ask a quick question? So, yeah. Are you guys likely to disagree here on this? I think we might a little I bit. I think we might a little bit, right? From but, the group yeah, text, looking forward to from it. the state of MI sports. Yeah. Group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so the first thing that really shook things up was the, whoever had the first overall pick. Was yeah, it the Rangers? Henry Davis? Yeah. No, no, no. That was, that was the uh, – oh, man. Who, got, who had the first overall? Pittsburgh. Ra- Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates. Pirates. Obviously. Yeah. Rangers Pirate. had number two. Okay. So the Pirates went off the board, allegedly, from what mock drafts were saying. They didn't take one of the shortstops. They took the catcher out of Lou- Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. John just killing it. Attaboy, John. I was pronounced my, Louisville. Louisville. St. Louisville. Uh all right, so they went uh, catcher, the good hitting catcher, I think, out of, out of Louisville. Yeah, he's a good prospect. Um, Absolutely, number then, one, number one overall, maybe a, a little weak for a first overall pick. Yeah, nothing compared to Torkelson. No, nothing and compared the, what to that. He did uh, to get the first overall pick, but then the Rangers went ahead and took Lighter, Jack Lighter, Jack Lighter. <laughs> I didn't Al Leiter, son. Al the Leiter. first name came to is my head. Legit? I thought I was going to say yeah. Al Leiter <laughs> Jr. again. I think I said Al Leiter totally, Jr. last week. That was the week. first thing I thought of, but I thought I was going to make the joke, but then it <laughs> turned out to be true. So he, he was out of Vanderbilt, and that left – I mean, so this is where we were. The, the Detroit Tigers, they, they took Jackson Job. So 
What, what do you want to do first? Do we want to talk about what they passed on or what they, well, what I think they it's actually worth got? Bringing up. I think it's worth bringing up. So still on the board at the time was the consensus number one overall pick, a shortstop uh, from high school, Marcelo Mayer. Also, Jordan Lawler, which was another big-time name. Yeah. Uh, actually struggled a little bit in the spring, which is why he was not the consensus number one. So if you, if, so basically what we're talking about, if you paid attention to – I mean, we talked about it in, on the podcast a few times, but – all of the experts were saying the Tigers were tied to a shortstop because yeah. in everybody's head, the Detroit Tigers are weak in position players, prospect, prospect-wise. And shortstop, in particular, is the, the weakest of them all. Yep. Right? Yep. So everybody was tying a shortstop. There was so many mock drafts that had the Tigers taken. I think it was the, the Jorgen Lawler guy because uh, Mayer was going to be gone at number one. So here they are. With the opportunity to take who they were projected to take with with uh, Law, Lawler, yeah, and the consensus number one pick, yeah, Mayor's still there, shortstop Mayor, but they passed on him. First of all, we're, like, I don't even know how this like just take over. Like, how do how do we think we should? I was frustrated, not necessarily because I didn't because I wanted a shortstop because if you look go back a few episodes, like I didn't want a shortstop out of high school. My brain was going get in timeline with, guys. with where yeah, with with the other draft picks. Yeah, you know? and that's it's worth bringing up that the really the second overall or, or the second highest rated pitcher in the draft too was pretty much consensus the other Vanderbilt guy, which is Kumar Rocker. Kumar Rocker. So he which, was he was still back, on the board too. Go back a year from now. Oh, he's number ago, one on everybody's he was number board. one hands down. Yeah, so in, interesting little predicament the Tigers found themselves in, but this is a weird year. This is a year where scouts actually had more information on, in recent years, actually, on high school guys compared to college guys. And so it is weird when you're talking about the, the because of COVID, the high school guys still had their summer circuit. They got into fall league. Okay. There were winter leagues that they did to make up for summer leagues that they didn't play for it. And meanwhile, college guys college are guys stuck. College guys were sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, Cape Cod didn't happen. You didn't have that, that data from wood bats for, for the hitters. Uh, pitchers, same thing. They're not facing elite hitters all through the summer and fall, and then you know their spring was cut short. So you actually had a little bit more data from the scout, from the local scouts and the regional scouts on the high school guys, which is just unheard of. Um, so that's that's kind of number one, and you saw that throughout the first round of the draft. There was a group of shortstops that everybody was talking about. And it was maybe six or seven shortstops that could potentially be in the first round, and. And not too many high school pitchers in the first round. So you had your college pitchers and your in your high school shortstops. And so what the Tigers ended up doing right here is they went with the best overall highest upside pitcher in the entire draft. And let's get into Jackson Job a little bit because I think I think it's pretty exciting what the Tigers at least the potential, you know, that the okay. Tigers actually got with this eighteen year old. So real quick, according to Max Preps, Job went nine and zero. Uh, this season while giving up one run and striking out 122 batters in 51 in a, in a, in two third innings. Um, yeah. Good for a point one four ERA. He threw at least two no hitters. I, think and he I, had I don't three. understand how like, well, what, he had back to back. No hitters. I think he had three and four games. I think he had a stretch. All right. The numbers are insane. Absolutely insane. Do you have any concern about the fact that he's only been pitching for two seasons of his life? I actually think the opposite. We hear about all these pitchers that, that grow up pitching through middle school into high school and all the innings 
before their bodies are developed, they put on way too many or they throw way too many innings and pitches. And then you see Tommy John at the age of 16, 17, 18 years old or, or immediately when they go into college so often with a guy like this, like he's a well-rounded athlete who is just starting to pitch when his body is developed enough to get into pitching. Yeah, because so correct me if I'm wrong, he just went from kind of being a – Look, no way, like Golf. Otani type thing. Well, he was a golfer. He was a qu- quarterback in there. Yeah, but football. he also was the the starting shortstop too. Yep. He had the best hitter, all of that kind of stuff. And he kind of went away from that to develop his pitching. Yeah, is what it sounds like. So what? Very small sample size, but very high upside. What do you like about this guy? Well, first, his fastball is in the mid nineties. He lives in the low to mid nineties, and he's been clocked up to ninety nine miles an hour this spring. Uh, so I really like that. that Right-hander. I mean, <laughs> that sounds good. But more, but more than that, this nice. guy throws sliders, curveballs, even some change-ups here and there. And he throws it just as often as his fast. He is not a fastball dominant pitcher. He actually goes more towards a slider, which is an absolute wipeout dominant pitch that nobody touches. Yeah. And and if you look at film on this guy and you watch his slider, like if you're a right-handed hitter, nobody would want to face that because. The way he throws, I might have you take over and, and jump on the, the my phone here and then just show Kyle like a video of him. But he is like his delivery is so clean. The way he goes from being in in his in his balance point up top with his knee with his high knee kick, and then when he when he breaks his delivery and he starts his movement, it's so fluid and without any rigidness and his arm just moves like I've seen a slow motion movement of him with his arm. He looks like DeGrom. That's, that's his really? arm movement. And so, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's going to be DeGrom or anything. I'm just saying like, yeah, yep. that's the kind of fluid, like easy movement, natural path for the ball in his hand. That's it's pretty yeah, amazing. So, so I read that his, his slider shows elite traits with a spin rate topping 32 RPM, or is it revolutions or rotations? 32. Or 3,200 at times, which would be the highest among big leaguers. Yeah. Is it really that? He averages 2,900 RPMs with a slider, which is already top 20 in all of baseball. MLB right now. All right. Dumb at the baseball here. Is a slider hard on the arm? Because I I see that many, or like that, that, I mean, that's that's a big number, right? No, if you throw a slider, a slider right, it it's actually a curveball that hurts. If yeah, your curveball is your elite pitch. Right. that's where you can hurt yourself and get the Tommy John. Right, and he he has a unique way of throwing a slider for sure. But do you see what I'm talking Ooh. about? Kyle's watching him yeah. pitch right now. You see how like fast, easy, and smooth his delivery is. His delivery's so fast. He yeah. also he also hides the ball pretty well too, with his delivery. Yeah, and that's and that's that like quick late movement or, or of his of his hands. It's so fast and fluid that it's not like a long six foot eight dude that's showing the ball the whole time or you can see it. As a hitter, the best thing that you can have is seeing the ball in the hand before it's delivered. If you get a guy that's just really quick with his hands, now you're all on instinct. You don't have the advantage of seeing the ball ahead of time and then you know seeing the spin. You're from not the seeing get-go. this guy's hand. <laughs> you, you're not seeing. You know what it. I mean? Like yeah. yeah. Do you think so? I, I don't know anything. It's just so, so easy. Yeah, he was out of Oklahoma, right? Yeah, Oklahoma City, I think. Um, I saw that it was a private school. I don't remember the name of the school. It doesn't really matter. But I mean, is it concerning? Like without like that, that's one thing that's the biggest thing with me. Um, I mean, I could go into probably. Right. Let me let me like, give you a little insight. If right I here. was playing hockey in the state of, I mean, what's a non-hockey state? Let's, let's say I was playing in California, California. growing up. 
I probably would have been a, a pretty big prospect because Oklahoma, of the way Oklahoma, I play it. You know what I mean? Oklahoma's is Oklahoma a great good? baseball okay, area. Okay, so it's a good yeah. high school prep baseball area. Absolutely, okay. yeah. And so to give you a little perspective, so Jack Leiter was the number two overall pick. He's he's a great pitcher. I would love for him to go to the Tigers pedigree, too. Pedigree alone is, is intriguing. Yeah, with Al Leiter, yeah. yeah. But his slider, Jack Leiter's slider is – I forget the number actually. It's like it, players contact the ball like 85% of the time on his slider in college, which means that it's not dominant. It, okay. It's not it's not a swing and miss pitch yet. Not to say he can't develop it, but more than that, he he has he relies on his fastball to overpower people and just rely on his placement. The difference with Jackson Job is he has elite uh, sabermetric type of stats that back up his production in high school. So so the guys who are all about stat cast and the spin rates and everything, he is an elite, elite, elite prospect of his own. And I'm talking in, in the last decade. Yeah. We, haven't, we haven't seen a prospect like this at, in the stat cast era that's putting up these numbers in high school. So, so it, do you think it's kind of a – what's the – A.J. Hinch type type guy here? Like get, let's say A.J. Hinch and, and the who's the, the, the pitching coach now? Micah, do you remember? Uh, Chris Fetter. Chris Fetter. He was Michigan, very analytical. Um, two, two very analytical guys. Like, Huge. do you think that that plays like a role in that, like taking a risk on that type of player? I, I think based on when you look at analytics like this, like we're doing nowadays, you're not looking at just, you're not looking at just movement. Like, what, I mean, Kyle over there watching the video. I, I want to see the video here in a minute, but they, they don't just go off of movement anymore they go off of analytics numbers and it never stops and it's going to get more intense as time goes on and and aj hinch is that type of guy chris fetter is that type of guy as well is and and that's where i'm like like i and that's where i throw a lot of my trust i don't trust alavila i know that, that that's a discussion for another day and we'll probably get into it so buckle up but I'm just believing that this type of pick is, he is somebody telling Avila what the next generation pitcher needs to be. Yeah, I'm okay and with that. You know what I mean? Like, I, if this is an A.J. Hinch pick and, and Chris Fetter pick, and be like, look, this guy, it might take a little bit, but he'll be there. He will be between, let's say, a Verlander and DeGrom type pitcher. I don't know if that's fair. Probably not. But that's what Could I would be. expect out of a first – first round pick like that. So right? so also you talk about pedigree with Jack Leiter and with his with his father Al Leiter. Yeah. Uh Jackson Job's dad is Brant Job, former PGA golfer, tour champion, two-time oh. PGA tour champion. Yeah. And so Jackson Job had to decide between golf and baseball because he was pretty elite at both of them. And and that's not even counting his football career yeah. or anything. Yeah, this this is a true so, athlete. Yeah. Athlete. So it's yeah. not necessarily like I mean, when you look at golf, it, that has nothing to do with your, your athleticism necessarily. But what it is is it's between the ears. That is what golf is, mm. and it's muscle memory. And if you can get something like that and you can be that elite at golf, that means you're, you're, you have something right between the ears. Well, you know what I mean? And he grew up with that's expectations, that, too. That's a good point. Right? His dad's, yeah, his dad's a champ. Like, probably? Yeah. yeah, he's going to live up to it. I, I feel good about it. So I think, I mean, a high school pitcher, there's so many risks. I, I, in, in our group message, I made the joke of, can we just send him to 
get Tommy John surgery now yeah, and get right it over away. with. So we're not like three years into development and, and then all of a sudden it, it yeah, happens. Yeah, and that's because, a fair, it's fair point. You do see that. And Look, I mean, we've seen it with, with Tigers. I mean, look, our, our two draft picks out of, uh, out of high school recently were Bo Burrows and Matt Manning. Matt Manning, I, I like what we see from him so far. I know it, numbers aren't eye-popping in, in AAA or MLB this year. But then you look at Bo Burrows, who, who I think was before that, and, I mean, we just designated him for assignment. He's, he's gone now. Yeah. So, like, that scares me. And I feel like we're – I don't want to get into, like, I don't know. I don't want to put an injury on a guy already and say that he's not going to develop and all that kind of stuff. But it's a risky pick. Is yeah. that and, and then going it has, to the it has more risk. It has more risk than other than any other position group is the high school pitcher, right-handed pitcher, yeah, with, that throws really hard. Those guys end up busts more than anybody yeah. else. And I think that's my biggest concern. Is it, it's not that I disagree with Alavila or disagree with, with this pick in general, disagree with you because you, you love it. I, I don't know enough to say that I'm going to disagree with that. But one thing that I don't like about this pick is it's a risky pick and it's a patient pick where I look at Alavila and be like, I feel like he should be on the hot seat. I feel like he should be fired hopefully by the end of this year. But that pick tells me that he's confident in his job and he's confident in – the way that this organization looks at him, and that scares the bejesus out of the pr- the problem with this is the the talent was in the high school class this year. You did not see the college prospects shine. You had you had the top two pitchers, maybe top three pitchers out of college. We'll get there pretty soon, and and very few hitters. And besides that, you had a whole bunch of high school guys that everybody's taking chances on, and. I don't want to just reach for a college guy because you think it matches the timeline that we have no guarantee is it going to be our timeline. We have no guarantee that Matt Manning is going to be dominating in, the, in MLB pretty soon. We have no guarantee that Casey Mize is going to be a top 10 pitcher in baseball. So the, the kind of timeline that we have to think about is sustained success throughout the organization, which means that the first pick, you go for the best player available. You, you, you have to. You have to think about long-term in a franchise, and if you want to trade this guy later on to get a, a superstar, that's that's the route you go. But right. you still get the best player available. The other thing I like about it, real quick, is not to go too long, but Marcelo Mayer and Jordan Lawler, they're they're high schoolers, shortstops, with with real question marks in their game. You don't know how good Marcelo Mayer is going to be. We think he's going to be a good hitter, but we have no idea if he's going to be a thirty home run guy. Mm-hmm. And look at who's. Uh, shortstops in the bigs right now. You have the best hitters in baseball are, are all Some shortstops right now. Yeah. A, a lot of them are. Yep. And these are 25 to 35 to 40 homer guys that are now playing this position. That's not that's not Mayer's strength. That's not even Jordan Lawler's strength. I don't think he's going to be a 300 to 320 hitter in baseball. Yeah, I, He's got a lot of swing and miss in him. He's a great athlete. I'm not a tools guy. I don't want to bet my first overall pick on or tools. my third overall pick on tools that might show up one day. Yeah. You know, get like the, that's get not the me. nice, the very, very good tool, not the multi-purpose tool. I want the guy that, that does everything. I want the guy that okay. barrels up baseballs Sam's accidentally. <laughs> oh, come on. I want the guy that's such a good hitter that he like accidentally barrels it up, yeah. you know, and, and his misses become home runs. Right. That's the guy I want. So there was a, there was a class with shortstops that were six or seven deep that we'll get into pretty we'll soon, in, yeah. that could have all been first-round first, first round draft picks, and any of them could end up being the best one in this draft class. The only other thing that I'm hearing about this pick, and look, I, again, 
I don't want to tell them everybody this is the wrong pick. But another thing that I'm hearing is that they went cheap. So for the people that don't understand the draft, you get a specific uh, amount of money to sign your draft picks, and you can't go over it. And it gets really confusing, and it's not worth um, digging into. But what people were saying is taking Jackson Job at three, you could sign the third overall pick for significantly less than you would have if you took uh, Marcello, Mar- Marcello Meyer, Mayer. I, mean, Mayer. I, probably even, I don't even want to learn his name now. Um, it doesn't matter anymore, right? It doesn't, no. Red Sox. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't want to know that name for the rest of my life. Um, but like people were saying that he could, that they went the cheap way. And, for, and I don't know if that's true. We, we, don't, we can't get into their heads and stuff. But do you see that as, as a possibility? Because if they went cheap, I'm about to lose my freaking mind again on ownership in the way that Elvila is running this organization. Because we've seen nothing but cheap. From ever since Mike Illich died, and we've seen nothing but cheap with Alavila, and I don't want to see that. That is not the way baseball teams are successful. You can, was, you can be sneaky good as a cheap team, but you're never going to be a who, true contender. Who was the GM before? Uh, Dave Dombrowski. Cheap? You think he was cheap? No, Dave Dombrowski no, okay. was not So that cheap. was before Illich. That was before passed. Illich passed. So, okay, well, I, gotcha. think it was, I think it was a little. Around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah close okay. enough. So what did we, who was our first overall draft pick last year? Uh, it was Torkelson. Torkelson. And how much did we sign him for? No clue. What was the signing bonus? It was over $8 million. Was, was it over eight? It's yes. huge, isn't it? Yeah, but yes. in, yeah. when you're Massive. the first overall pick, I mean. No, you're not going to see that this year. You're not going to see You're not going to see Henry Davis sign for over but they $8 also, million. But they, they also probably went on the cheap end, too. Which says that this draft class this was draft not as general? strong up top. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Was a, it was a guessing game for the top 10 prospects. All right, so let's move into... Uh, no, but that's a good point, the cheapness of that, and then good getting into later on, it allowed yeah. them to get who they it really did. wanted. Yeah. yeah, and that was See, a... I had heard, or I was listening to something even today, like talking about how it could get difficult with money down the road because you, ha- you took so many, you have so many pitchers. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember who was talking, but he was like, we have to trust that they have a plan. I mean, uh, if you and have, I've heard you guys like yeah. you guys don't ever really rag on Avila too badly, but it's like, oh. does he have a plan? <laughs> it's well, I should I should, st- I should pick it up a little bit. The, the night is no. young, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, the no, night I, is young. Look, yeah, maybe at least not on. I think the podcast <laughs> for for me, Avila is the biggest Jekyll and Hyde because there are some times that I look at what he's doing, I'm like, I get it, I see it. And then the next day, I'm like, what the mother effer are you doing? You should have been fired six weeks ago. And yeah. I just lose my mind. And then six weeks later, I'm like, he did something that I kind of agree with. And that, that's where I'm just like, Back he's very, very difficult for me. And I think that's kind of just the state of... I, I, my sports? My sports. Yeah, <laughs> the state of my Tigers, right? Well done, John. I don't know. That's, that's where I'm at with, with... But, I mean, let's create a logjam. And the way that they develop this whole... This draft that we'll get into here, they're going to create a logjam in, yep. in the pitching world here. And I love it. That could but be very yeah, valuable down the road. a chance that that is intentional? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I mean, is. it couldn't be unintentional at this point. Yeah, right? so they know what they're doing. So, so, so real quick, I, I want to kind of speed it up here on these next two guys, but I also want to give them their due diligence. Uh... So there was the comp, not compensation pick. What do they call it? Uh, Compensatory. No, it's yeah. uh, no, it's not. It's uh, oh, rule, rule. No, it's a whatever. It, what do they call it? It's a. I'm just saying. I thought it was rule A. Comp. No, they well, it's rule A, but they what is the rule? 
It's like the... <laughs> to to a? take a guy, they got to no, pick one. No, it's, it's like you're really bad, so we're going to give you an extra pick. If That's you, basically what... It, uh, if you say his name, you get balance, it. Something balance. Like competitive, competitive balance, balance. A competitive balance there it is. pick. And there, that's where there. it's like... Oh, that's how bad we are. But anyways, all right. Competitive balance. I think it was 32nd no, overall. You only get that if you lose a, a player. Yeah. You lose a player, yeah. Yeah. Who did we lose for that? Um, was that Castellanos? I don't know. No, because we traded him. I don't know who the Tigers lost, but you actually taught me that, so that's absolutely what it is. Yeah. No, competitive balance is different, though. I'm pretty sure. But it doesn't matter. Anyways. My, my balance is awful. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do not compete with that. So here they are. I think it was the 32nd overall pick. Is that correct? Um, yeah, it's on my paper. Uh, the, the Tigers sele- <laughs> selected uh, Ty Madden, who is a 6'3", 215-pound right-handed pitcher. Related to John Madden? Out of Texas University. Ooh, oh, his no. son, actually. His All right. son, yeah. So everything I read says <laughs> Texas physique. University. I've Same always build. said University of Texas, isn't it? What is that? Is it Texas University or University no, of Texas? University of Texas. That's how I thought it was, UT. too. It's 100 per- That's what it is. Yeah, but like... All of the stuff that I was digging into throughout the last couple of days, Texas University. Well, Texas University. These writers are bozos. <laughs> well, they're they're trying guys, trying so. to save on ink, eliminating that. <laughs> oh, oven. that makes sense. That <laughs> makes he, sense. He was projected in the top ten for almost every single mock draft that I saw. Yeah. So tell tell us what you like about this guy. Well, I, he's a he's a power pitcher. He he actually has probably the fastest uh, or most velocity on his fastball in all the draft. He, he had a great season. He's got a, a huge strikeout rate. What was he? Yeah, 2.45 ERA, 10.85 strikeouts per nine innings. He was, he was pitching out of Texas, playing against a really, really good competition, and he really did dominate this year for them. And he's a, he's a big body type of pitcher. He, he reminds me of more of the, like the Bo Burrows that you brought up earlier. Yeah. Bo Burrows was a high uh, potential pick out of high school this is like what Bo Burrows uh this is like confirming that like that same body but confirming that he's actually good like if Bo Burrows would have gone to Texas and and done this then he would have been a higher draft pick like he well, wasn't been a even first prospect. round like 18th overall yeah no like but that? but that's the risk out of high school so this what I'm saying is I guess Ty Madden coming out of college and doing what he did has way less risk compared to a high school pitcher so the way I look at this pick is he does need to develop some of his off-speed stuff and everything, but I love the balance of what they got between the first-round pick and then this 1A pick because they got two elite arms in this draft. You could actually argue that they got two of the top four pitchers in this draft which with these awesome. two guys, which is absolutely awesome. amazing. It's amazing. And you got the highest upside guy out of high school, and you got one of the, one of the elite guys that has a really, really low, uh, really, really high floor coming out of college. So I think the balance, like the, they got Ty Madden later on. I think that makes the Jackson Joe pick even better. I, I agree. And that changed my perspective on this, this whole thing because I, I wanted elite talent, someone that could be here in a year and a half or two years if you wanted him to be. Jackson Joe can't do that. Kumar Rocker in my head could. Lighter could. Other than that, I didn't, there wasn't a whole lot in college. And then this guy probably it, t- can. Ty Madden was in the top three. He, he can yeah. fit that mold. He really of, can. Like, yeah, he's a second-round pick. Everybody gets excited about the first, but or it was the... 1A, whatever. Yeah, 1A pick. Very, very high upside with this guy. And if things go right and his health stays good, like he could be in the rotation in a year and a half. 
Yeah, and I, and I, I love think that, how that fit what I wanted to see with their first overall pick. And they were able to get that with his second pick. And, and his upside is top of the rotation guy. He could be a one or a two in a rotation if he if he works out. And not only that, we, the Tigers, because they've signed the guy out of high school, Jackson Job, we also didn't worry about how much money we had to spend when it came time to draft Ty Madden. We didn't have to hold back. We could go get the best player available that was falling for whatever yep. reason because his slider, his spin rate on a slider is really bad right now, and that's what everybody's worried about. So – so so now we're we're taking Ty Madden, who has an elite fastball, and we want to work on his off speed. But but he knows how to pitch coming out of college, and we have the highest upside guy in the draft with Jackson Job. The the one two combo right there, it was, high school college, it, to me it's that perfect. was that felt very well done, and it really did. And I'm not just saying that because you are because like I that's I was not happy with the Jackson Job pick, but as soon as you got a guy. Like like Ty Madden, and then I dug into him and I watched some of his film, and I'm like, all right, this dude is Kumar Rocker. He is very close yes. to lighter. Like he fits, he fits in that tier. He like let's say he's a step tier one A, yeah, or one B or whatever it is. Like he's right there, and he has just as much upside as lighter and Kumar Rocker. He has just as much of a floor as well. Probably. Because that's just the way the football or the football, the baseball works with pitchers. Probably better control too, right? Yeah, yeah. Then then uh, Kumar, Kumar, Ryan. yeah, for sure. That was his biggest his biggest downfall for sure. I mean, well, like, sorry, go ahead. Go at, ahead at that rate, you're you're risking the the value of an 18 year old who has wicked stuff uh, versus a guy that's experienced with experience of you know lack of control. I. I don't want to see that out of another Detroit Tigers pitcher. Right. We've already experienced <laughs> enough of that in yeah, our bullpen. Yeah, I, I agree. I just think this one-two combo is really awesome in this draft. And and honestly, the guys were blown away, That were, at least on MLB.com, when I was watching the draft. Those guys were just they, – they couldn't believe what the Tigers just got away with. It, it felt like it was theft. Yeah, and the fact that they underpaid or will underpay Job at three – they can overpay for a guy at 32. Yes, exactly. Like, of this caliber. They could pay him that, top 15 value. Yeah, and that right there tells me, like, they did have a plan, and they've done a very good job. I mean, like, they're, all of these players are crapshoots. You, you never know when something's going to hurt, and you never know when something's gonna, someone's going to just – Which is why I love you just – Not develop. Load it up. Yeah, load, load it, it up. up. Um, so, I mean, if, are you good with moving on to – Yeah, let's to move their, on to the next their, guy. So, is their second-round pick – uh, it was 39th pick overall, and you really like this guy. You're grinning about him. I do like him. Yeah. Is, How'd you are know you, that? Are you really happy? Are you happy enough about him to give me a little break to use the restroom? Or oh yeah, I can just here? keep going on. Okay, and on, yeah. so go on about him, John. Fill in, Micah. Jump in on this. You type. know what? I'll go Kyle, on. Kyle, just on. keep your mouth shut, Yankee yep. fan. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll when you the when you come <laughs> back from the bathroom, I'll just fill you in. I'll just say the whole thing all over again. Yeah. So Isaac Pacheco. He's the shortstop out of high school, and this is one of those guys in the top six or seven in this class that could have gone in the first round. Tigers had the third round or third pick of the second round, so just just out of the first round, this guy fell. Um, he he is a guy that most people are saying are, is not going to stick at shortstop, which hurt his draft stock a little bit. But when you compare him to the other elite shortstops in this class, his bat is equal if not better than all of those guys hot i mean he, power hitter oh my gosh he has he has a swing that's i mean he's swinging out of shoes every single time he swings and i love it because it, but it's also controlled and he's, he's a left-handed hitter 
He is known for My his guy. raw power. Yeah, and, and he hit like you know something stupid like five fifty or six hundred in high school against really good competition, and and he has no problem going up against guys throwing in, in the mid nineties. He was in the the uh, USA baseball circuit with all the other same guys, and he was putting up equal or better numbers than a lot of those other shortstops. So really, the only difference is maybe he's a little bit slower than Jordan Lawler. Maybe he's a little bit maybe not going to stick at shortstop like Marcelo Mayer. But as far as hitting ability, the Tigers got an elite hitter in this class, left-handed, bat, shortstop out of high school. Might end up at third, might end up in left, right, center, who, who knows. But in his interview, I saw his post-draft interview, he came up with uh, saying, you know, I'll play wherever they want me to play. If they want me to play first base, third base, outfield. Like, I'd love to, to stay at short, but he goes, what I'm known for is my stick, and I want to I go hit something. And, I mean, that's the way the Major League Baseball is right now. Honestly, like, guys aren't hitting for average anymore. It's power. Everybody's swinging for the fence. So mm-hmm. if he's already got that attribute, I mean, it's a safe pick. Yeah, and, and this is a guy I did no, I did zero research on going into this because he was projected late first, early second. Where we and, weren't going to be. Well, I mean, I guess we could. Yeah. No, I just, I was, I don't know. I thought more of they were going to get the shortstop in the first round. And I didn't, before, the, before really looking into it, I didn't know about this kind of group at the top. I thought it was more of like three or four. No, it went seven, eight deep. And so, and I actually gave you guys another name that ended up going to college. Like he Stovall? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Peyton Stovall. He actually took his name out of the draft because he wanted to go to college. Oh, really? So that's what ended up happening Where, Where's he going to go to college? Did you catch Arkansas. that? Arkansas. No? Arkansas? Yeah. Okay. He's going to make that likeness money. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to, yeah. in two years, he wants to come back and make really good money. No, but I think Isaac Pacheco, I think the Tigers got an absolute steal. They were going bat first here, not worrying about like where he would fit on the field because you can always figure that out later. With Torkelson, with uh, a, a guy like this, if he turns out, I don't care where they play. Torkelson can play third. This yeah. guy can play third. If he plays short, who cares? Like, Let's get production. Let's get guys get, that hit home runs. <laughs> right? Let's get guys that hit 330 and are dangerous in the lineup that pitchers don't want to face. Yeah, That's the guy I want at shortstop. So I, I, I obviously wasn't here for, for a lot of what you said, but they also talked about the way that he is not probably going to be a shortstop. His body does not hit that. Is that fair? That's an interesting yeah. thought concept. Wow. You have. So it you almost feels like a rewind. So I shouldn't. Yeah. All right. So. We did have a comment about your hat, though. Is there an echo? Can you tell oh, us yeah. a little about that hat? Yeah, second string. It is nice. <laughs> You just want to change the subject? Yeah. <laughs> no, but we did get a comment about that. Second String Leather Company, guys. Yeah. It's an awesome hat, isn't it? What episode were we there? Two two episodes ago? Uh, last episode for me. 111. Oh, that's right. You were gone last week on vacation. On like vacation. Usually. All right, so a little bit real quick, uh, the focus on the draft as a whole. What I, I, What was it, like eight out of the first 12 picks were pitchers, right? Yeah, I think so. And then you had a few – you know, position players and stuff. Obviously, we don't have the whole draft in front of us. Not worth digging into. But what were your what were your thoughts on the fo- like their plan and the way it was executed? Do you think it went the right way? Do you think it went the way that they hoped? And yeah, and we actually talked about this leading up to the draft. Like, I either way they went, I feel like they needed to choose one. If they went position players, load up on position players. If they went pitchers, load up on pitchers. I like that. That's where they went. They got the guy they really wanted, Isaac Pacheco. And the rest, pitchers. I mean, yeah. Third round was a, was a right-handed pitcher out of Alabama that throws 93-95 with yep. really good off-suit stuff. 
uh, strikeout guy. And then fourth round, they went with a really tall, kind of lanky guy, which I actually hate his delivery, but looked really effective <laughs> with off-speed stuff. That wasn't the guy in Notre Dame, was it? That was the no, sixth No, Notre Dame was five or six, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there was a catcher in there as well, at like eight, I think. Yeah, and an outfielder mixed in too. Yeah, but so. I, what, I, what I saw is they loaded up on high upside pitchers that have really good raw potential power stuff, and that's, that's what they went with. They didn't want the guys who maybe have really good stats in, in college but are living at 90, 91, 92, they, or crafty lefties. They, they didn't go that route. What do we know the Tigers for? They want to go power right-handed pitchers. Yeah. And maybe maybe take a chance on a Tarek Skubal in later rounds as a lefty. Yeah. But but that's their mo. That's what they they've that's what Al Avila's kind of done since he took over, and they they haven't really broken from it at this point. Yeah. So while we're, while we're still on the Tigers, um, I didn't want to talk about the current team and and what we have in in trade pieces. Um, so I found an article that I thought was really interesting, uh, and I'll tell you where it was from once we once we get moving through here. Uh, but the trade trade deadline I think is the thirtieth. Is that correct? Yeah. So right. two or so weeks away, I think, uh, and, and it's a pretty big one sure. because sure. yeah. Thanks, <laughs> yes. Kyle. When is the trade deadline? You got uh, it? I think it's the twenty eighth. Uh, so <laughs> what this article uh, <laughs> this article did was it split um, the the Tigers players into players to be likely traded, maybe traded, and then I love the dot, dot, dot in this. Not happening, dot, 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 right? With a question mark. Like, that's just a, that's that fits me. Like, that's the way I type, and that's the way I think. So <laughs> I was really happy about that. That's the only reason why we're doing this this whole topic. But no, nice. I'm just But anyways, the Tigers, it is – this is a very big trade deadline, and it's not necessarily because I think they're going to get a lot, but it's like you're choosing – I think what you're going, what what this team's going to be moving forward. You know what I mean? Like you can get rid of a couple guys here, and and there and some players in each section. I think kind of fall into that we thought was a building block at one point, but has kind of gone away from it. Still could be. So what I wanted to do is ask you guys who you think would fall in the likely category, likely to be traded for the Detroit Tigers. Jonathan Scope. Jonathan Scope. Yep. Easy. Yep. I agree with that one, and, and that is correct. That is on there. And this is what he, he writes about Scope. Uh, he said, Scope could be the trickiest decision for the Tigers. Uh, there are teams, including the division rival White Sox, that could badly use help at second base. Scope uh, for Ray, which that's a great word. I don't know what that means. But, uh, for Ray? For Ray? F-O-R-A-Y? No? Sounds like a typo. I think your mic's off. It's on. Is it? I just couldn't. <laughs> you were talking to your hand. F, spell it again. F-O-R-A-Y. Foray. Foray. Yeah. What does that it's even like, mean? It's like array. Oh. But for. But for a. But for. Scopes foray at first base in Detroit this season only adds to his versatility and perhaps makes him more valuable. After a slow slot, Scope is hitting 278 with a with 16 homers and a 121 OPS. What what, what are you guys laughing about? He's made up some words there. <laughs> Foray, a sudden attack or incursion into enemy territory, especially to obtain something. Ooh. A raid. Look, this is a copy and paste type of thing. All right? I did not make that word up. I thought he was trying to say foyer. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's Joseph Fourier? 
<laughs> How about the Red Sox? I think the Red Sox need scope. I think he would fit yeah. really well there. Yeah, first or second. They're not getting a lot of production over there. So he's on an they expiring $4.5 million deal, and even if the Tigers were Cheap. interested in bringing him back, scope who recently hired Boris Corp to represent him uh, could be marking up his price tag at 29 uh, this offseason. Could be Scope's best chance at a real payday. The Tigers, though, might have a difficult time getting much in return for a two-month rental. Uh, it will be a test on their deadline philosophy because if Scope is not traded, he could walk away from the organization for nothing. But given his position and his production, expect the team to receive plenty of phone calls for a guy like Scope, which I, I completely agree. We were kind of all on the same page with with scope being the likely to be traded. And I know you I guys was. nailed that. Do, do the Yankees want him or are they they're in sell mode probably with They got to make that decision here soon. <laughs> Who would have yeah. thought? Yeah. Other than me. Are they in third place right now? <laughs> you didn't say they'd be terrible. No, I probably put money on them. Third or fourth in that division. Yeah. I don't know what they're I, I mean, poor I, Yankees. I feel bad well, for you guys. Eight out of their next 10 games coming out of the All-Star breaker against the Red Sox. So oh that, geez. That'll go well. Yeah, well, I don't. I think the Red Sox are playing a little above their head. I, oh yeah, they always do. I don't think they're as good as what they're playing. No. And even when they are good, they're terrible. Just as people, I, I was a people. Red Sox fan for a minute. I Not really, like a fan, but like I really that like that. Like my B team. That is it, Rafael Devers. He's, I mean, third baseman in Boston. He's yeah, legit. solid. I wish I was still in. All right, so Scope was on the list, but there is one more player that he put into likely. I'm curious if you guys can figure out who that person would be or if our listeners that are, are watching live, if you guys want to comment on that and let us know. Would it be Eric Haas? No. No. Robbie Grossman. I thought Grossman would fit that. I, that's who I, I thought it was going to be as I was reading this, but it was not Grossman either. Oh, it's Harold Castro. Oh, Will it, Wiley Peralta. Miguel Cabrera. <laughs> nope. Wow. Cecil Fielder. Holy cow. Is, it a, is it a bullpen pitcher? It is a bullpen pitcher. Oh, is it Buck Farmer? Not not Buck Farmer. Careful. Not Buck Farmer. No. <laughs> no. All right. Can so, you just tell us at this point? No. no sorry, I, you got to keep guessing. Yeah, Go through the whole 25-man yeah, yeah. roster. 20, no. um, All right. Daniel Norris. One, he was once a starter. So, likely to be traded. This one threw me off. Is Jose Cisnero. Oh. So. He basically said, he just got everyone, blew up by the <laughs> yeah. Twins the other night. Yeah, everyone <laughs> wants to bolster their bullpen they uh, all to gear that. up for the postseason run. Uh, and Cisnero sure seems like he could be a useful candidate. Uh, teams such as the Astros, Cisnero's team in another life, so I guess he was originally an Astro. Cheater. Uh, seems quite likely to <laughs> seek bullpen help. Pumping Cisnero it. has a, this is old, old numbers here, 2.72 ERA. Um, and has gone nine appearances, allowing a run. Uh, and though the Tigers value him right now, he's also 32 years old. So the chances of Cisnero being mainstay in the bullpen the next time the Tigers are relevant seems very thin. What do you... <laughs> he's taking notes. He's taking notes. Don't taking worry about notes. it. Is he drawing? Yeah, I'm doodling. <laughs> Well, Sam reads things. <laughs> Cisnero, you know what? He's 32 years old. I really didn't. He's 32. I didn't know that. It's a little old. Yeah. And, and trade him right hurtful. now. <laughs> right? Hurtful. It's a good reason <laughs> right. to trade him. Right? He's an old man. Trade him. Oh, so, like, out, off the top of my head, when, he's, when, when this article was going, he said there, there were two. I was like, all right, it's got to be Scope and Grossman. That's where my head went. 
But then when I, I didn't know Cisnero was that old. Now that the fact that I know that he's 32, it's like, yeah, if you can get anything for him, I, I was leaning. Do it. I was leaning towards Michael Fulmer, also a 32-year-old who is on the 10-day DL, so maybe not like trade-worthy. Wait, Michael Fulmer's 32? Yeah. No, is he really? What? Yeah. Oh no, get out of here. I swear. Kyle. I feel like he won like the rookie. I feel like he won rookie of the year like two years ago. I know he was an older guy for rookie of the year. I, think but he was 20, I thought he was like oh, twenty-seven. That's, that's, that's just his jersey number, thirty-two. <laughs> He's not thirty-two years old. How old He's is 28. he? Twenty-eight. That's what. That's I all right. Ninety-three. That's why I thought they were going to potentially throw in there at that number two slot. Look, if he was healthy, I think he probably could be a trade piece. Yeah, he probably could. He got his velocity back. All right, so we'll now move down to the maybe traded pieces. There are three in here. I'm going to give you – you guys have brought up Fulmer a few times, um, so I'll just give you that one. Uh, basically, the, he, they said that uh, the fact that he's injured with a right cervical spine strain – whoa, I did not know that. Wow. That's wow, nasty. Yeah, yeah that Holy sounds smokes. bad. Uh, it does not bode well for his uh, value. Uh, he has a 4.05 ERA overall this season and a 3.62 ERA out of the bullpen. Uh, a couple bad outings have juiced those numbers, even though Fulmer has had dominant stretches, uh, which I think is, is the intriguing part. And look, the MLB, the, the scouts and, and the, tra- the GMs and all that stuff, they know that. They know that one or two bad outings can explode that ERA, and they just look at the stuff. They look at what he's doing, you know, Two out of three times, you know, not the third time, if yeah. that's fair to say. Uh, but they did have two more names on here. Are you? Do you guys want to guess what it is? Or you just want me to go? Through I mean, Jose Urania would have been an obvious choice, but well, he's, he's been, been so, so bad, so bad. <laughs> terrible. That's who we wanted to, to trade. I would say Matthew Boyd might be on there. All right, so he did fall on the list of uh, not happening, right? Well, okay. I'll get into that one Question here in a minute. Mark. Da da da. Right. <laughs> Um, but he, they, there was a starting pitcher, and there was another bullpen arm. Bullpen, I would have to have to go with Gregory Soto. Yep. So Gregory Soto was on that. Uh, they said, "I don't want to read it." What do you think about that? About, Greg, <laughs> about trading Gregory Soto? Yeah. Yeah. Let we are not at the point of winning yet, right? So let's trade her assets. Let's keep collecting as many uh, prospects along the way as we can, and. Use the the players we have to to make this organization better. We're still at that stage where we're collecting single, double, and triple A talent. Yeah. So let's continue that path. I think his production would put him in the in the uh, likely category, but the fact that he's only twenty six is like, all right, hold on to him for a little bit. I mean, you got to have somebody in the bullpen to close games and be that and be the beginning guy you have to have somebody so if you hold on to him it's not the end of the world yeah and his value can grow too only at 26 like that's very important like yeah you could trade him now while while his stock's high but it might get even higher too yeah it might you're right if he continues to develop and next year could be his year or the year after you know that you know what i mean so i think that's probably why he fell into the maybe category there is a, a starter though on this list too of the maybe and it's not matthew boyd Spencer Turnbull. Spencer Turnbull, yes. 
And I sixty day Justin Verlander. So he just hit the DL, sure. and yeah. I feel like that the might have been before this article, or sorry, after this article is written. So it probably changes things a little bit. But I I like what I've seen from Turnbull. I would rather see him be part of it as I, as a potential option. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the guys that we see, I would love for them to stick around, but at the same time, like. We have we want the logjam. We want the the difficult decisions where like a a Dallas Keuchel um, becomes your fifth starter. Becomes your fifth starter, <laughs> or the guy that you can just release and be like, who cares? We've got Verlander. We got we got everybody else. Or We're trade. Good. Yeah, we don't we don't need him anymore. So that's that's the the end goal here. We want to be the Padres. We're bringing in uh, Cy Young winners and shipping off these other guys. We don't want to we don't want to necessarily have to build around guys who were like, man, we really like his attitude with his three, eight, six ERA. So it depends on the return because you yeah. must, you have to get yep. value back in return. So if you're not going to get the value and you're just going to get a couple of lower end prospects, then I'd, I'd rather keep them. But if we're yeah. talking some good return, then let's, let's take what we can get. Yep. So then the last one was not happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we brought up Matthew Boyd. He's on this list. Uh, he's also on the IL. Uh, there, uh, there's another relief pitcher and a position player on this list. Miguel Cabrera, because nobody will take on that contract. <laughs> He's not on the list because I think <laughs> they knew that going into this article that nobody's going to trade for that. It's not happening. <laughs> Period. End of story. Um, I'm, I'm thinking more like either Willie Castro or Candelario. So it's Candelario, and I think it's he's worth. I think talking about the reasons you know so yeah uh basically this is what this writer writes and i'll I'll explain it now so basically it was um who was it uh the guy from the athletic that does the tiger stuff what is his name stegvenhagen i think is his name (laughs) sounds like it sounds like a hop spear (laughs) 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 <laughs> that was well done. All right, so this is what he said about Candelario. Just as the Tigers were really starting to believe in Candelario as a legitimate part of the future, he hit a minor slump. Uh, despite being the team's most consistent hitter through mid-June, he has only four home runs in a 3.79 slugging percentage this year. His 105 war, war, WRC, what is war, WRC plus? Um, Wins above replacement. Come on, plus. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <Addition. laughs> it, it basically just like bring instead of breaking it down into wins, it, it turns it into a value, and I, okay. I forget what it is. Uh, it's, it's only really slightly above average of 100. Candelario's power might well, might well come around, um, but the Tigers also have other options such as Isak Paredes, uh, waiting for a permanent opportunity at the MLB level. That I thought, like the way when I read that and comprehend, like that makes perfect sense. I like Candelario. I think he's a very good fit for this team. But what he's doing is kind of just clogging a position. Absolutely. Isak Paredes could come up and maybe do just as much or at least start learning on the job and do what he's doing, what it took three or four years for Candelario to start doing in the MLB. He's he's already an equal hitter. He's at his max. Right. Yes. He's not going to give it. He could go to the Reds and no, maybe he, rake because yeah. that's what people do. That's yeah. what Ken, or Castellanos is doing. But like he could go to the right fit and do better. But in Detroit, in his role, he's already at his max. Right. Yes, I, I think we've seen 
we've seen his highest upside in my mind, at, le- at least in the next couple of years, and that's a 297 hitter with average or below average power. He's not a high walk guy. He is a higher strikeout guy. And he came into his own last year in the shortened season, but that was just a short season. We have to make sure that that stays in perspe- uh, the, in proper perspective because it's not 162, season, or 162 games in a season. That was a very, very short season. So we cannot yeah. say that that's a full – For what I saw from Candelaria last year, and correct me if I'm – and, Mike, I don't know if you – if how, how much you paid attention last year and stuff because it was a different year. But, like, what I really liked about Candelaria was it wasn't necessarily his numbers, but it was his leadership and the way that he was kind of the, the guy that stirred the pot. You know what I mean? And I think that there, there's a lot of value in that. Like, what do you think about keeping a guy on just for that type of, you know? What, what do you mean? What do you mean just stirring the pot? Like, he was the leader. He was the guy that was yeah. getting everybody involved and getting everybody excited. When dirt through the dog days of summer, when you're a below, you know, wait, a 300 win or, yeah, 300 percentage win type scene. Like, he was the one that got everybody. <laughs> excited, you know. He, he's, he's not a guy who's worth three. keeping on for that reason. Yeah. He's not. It, no. You, no. Okay. When, when when you when you have Paredes, like you like you said, waiting in the wings. How or, about Torkelson? How about Torkelson at third base? Like we have we have guys waiting that are just as good, if not better, hitters there, already. There are going to be other leaders as well. Yeah. You, Candelario is not your just your sole leader. Like like say Miguel Cabrera has been some sort of leader through his last god it feels like he's been here 30 years but there are going to be other guys that can play a role or play part of the role that candelario has had in the last year two years yeah like i i agree completely and i don't care about having a leader when the times are tough i want to have the guy that's a leader when the times are good yeah you know what i mean like yep. nobody cares about a leader that can like this is gonna sound very, very yeah like it's good to have when you're bad and you can hang your hat on that type of style of, of player and stuff and it's really fun in the moment but like I don't want it like, yeah that it reminds me of like Kevin Euclid remember like the difference between <laughs> Kevin Euclid when they when the Red Sox were good versus when they were <laughs> terrible oh, yeah it was like he was like the most hated guy and then all of a sudden the most loved guy wasn't well, he? well when he, when everything was good it was like wow what a competitor and when everything was bad it was like man this dude's a dick <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> he has a bad attitude all the time like yeah I don't know I'm I, to me I've never been a huge Candelario fan to begin with. No, I remember you. Yeah. I, I've I always thought that he's never going to end up being something, and it's mostly because it's just his swing in general for me. But if we can get something out of him and move some of the guys that I like a lot more in his place, I'm all for that. Let's use whatever value he gained last year and ship him off. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and I think the, the important thing with Candelario is he could be a piece like he could be part of a package that could make the the trade that more valuable. Got it. Drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. You're listening to State of My Sports. All right, so we're about quarter of the way done. Halfway yeah. done. We got Lions talk. That adds another hour <laughs> and a half or so. That's where Kyle's getting. Kyle, start the jaws. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one's uh, a, this. We 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 can move through it quick, and that. Yeah. Let's I, do it. I thought it was good. Good uh, tiger stock. So that's why we just kind of kept. Thank rolling you. Thank you we'll, for letting me do that. By the way. For sure. I mean, you were on vacation. You deserved a nice little. Um, I'm so refreshed from my vacation. Yeah, I can I can tell. Uh, but basically, I, I found a couple lists that I thought were very interesting. Um, again, not gonna Cody Stavenhagen. That's his name, Cody Stavenhagen from at the Athletics. So, Michigander, Cody yeah. Dog. Michigander. He's the writer for the Athletic in for the the Tiger. So that sorry if I didn't give him enough credit before when I butchered his name there. I'm going to say it now. But anyways. Got it. We're going to talk some Detroit Lions. So hopefully some people are ready to talk Lions. Um, basically, I, f- I found some lists that I thought were pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what the uh, ESPN is doing is they are basically ta- surveying like 50 leagues, executives, coaches, and scouts, and kind of putting together a top <laughs> <laughs> 10 to 15 player list uh, for each position. And what I found was the interior lineman one a little interesting, and that's because there's a lion on there. And Ragnow. Ragnow is on there. And the thing that I found the most interesting, so I'll go through the list real quick. Um, the first one for interior linemen, so for people that don't know what interior linemen are, it is center and guard, basically. It's not a tackle, so you're not a right tackle, not a left tackle. They did also have a list for tackles, but um, – Decker was honorable mention. So he was brought up, but he did not make the top 10 list, 10 to 15 list. So anyways, inter lineman, Quentin Nelson, who was a guard for the Colts, he was the highest ranked guy. His lowest rank was two. Uh, basically, he was he, going into last year, he was there as well. Like This is hands down the best guard in the game. Number two was Zach Martin, who's the guard for the Dallas Cowboys. Really good. Uh, his highest ranking was one, lowest ranking was four. So basically, they kind of like take a lot of people's rank, where they rank them, and they're, that's what they're getting. Average at. it out. Yeah. yeah, average it out. Last year, he was ranked two as well, so that's where he landed. Uh, number three, Brandon Scherf. Scherf? Uh, he's a guard out of the Washington football team. Uh, his highest rank was up to two. His lowest rank was ten. Uh, last year, he was ranked third, where he landed here. And right now is where Frank Ragnall comes in. He comes in at four. His highest rank was two. His lowest rank was 10. Last year, he was unranked, which I thought was pretty crazy that he jumped on the scene here. And he's become a very important piece of the Lions, but he's also getting a lot of national attention now. He's a household name. He is. And he got the contract. He got all of that. One thing that I thought was the most interesting about this list is I just named three guards. And he was the center. He was the very first center mate. Look, named. It's a list. You can argue it. I guarantee you there's a lot of centers out there that could become part of that argument. But the fact that he was there and was mentioned means a lot, I think. Because what this is telling me is for, for the Lions offensive line in general, and I'll get into what they said about him in, in, here in a second, but when your center is your leader, and, and this is what the Lions are doing, is they're building the tackle position. They have the veteran. They have the, the rookie. There is nothing like who cares about what's going on in the tackles. The center, you guys are writing love notes to each other. Like, what I wrote, what position he plays. Yeah, me center. too, man. Center, yeah, he's yeah, Frank Ragno, number four number center. Four center. I can't do We're this taking kind of freaking notes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more, anyways. Interior offensive lineman, <laughs> if you're, you're pumped. If that 
But, but the fact that it's a unit. <laughs> offensive lines are units. And he is your leader. And units. I feel like with what the Lions are doing and what they are building is if your leader is a center, that is so important because left tackles always get the money. They always get the attention. But, is that true? Oh, yeah. A left tackle always gets the money and gets the attention? Yeah. Haven't you ever watched the Can you side? name any left tackles? I can't Taylor name a Decker. single one. <laughs> Blaga. What is Penny Sewell? Name Trent Williams. Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Oh, I said the Is that wrong the guy one. who drinks beer? What about the dude from yeah. the Jets? Yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> Trent Williams was with the Jets. Now he's with the Patriots, right? Yeah, who's with the Jets right now? I don't know. Joe oh, Na- Joe oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What is his name? Joe yeah, so, <laughs> What is his name? Uh, it's the second year guy. Yeah, out of Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, Who frick. I don't know. I'm forgetting his name. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. I have a funny story about a left tackle from the Jets. What, what's the dude from the Jets? Very athletic, massive human Yeah, drafted being. out of Louisville, first-round pick last year, 2020 draft. Lamar Jackson. Couldn't even tell you. John would nail it for sure. Where's John? I don't uh, know where he went. I think he's in the piss. All right, let's just keep going until until he comes back. Until, we'll yeah, then we can talk about But the fact that I, I, I love that the center is the leader here because you got controversy at the tackle positions, and I don't know. That's just where I'm at. <laughs> so, no, I agree with you because Taylor Decker is is really a, a good oh, mile, good. a oh, good, good. Uh, cornerstone piece in this in this offensive line. But the fact that Frank Ragnow is the best one, he's the most respected one, League wide, he's the one getting all the all the attention. He got the paycheck. If if he's going to be the one that people are listening to, yeah. and and now you've got the guy who's reading the defenses, making the calls at the line of scrimmage, also being your best and most respected offensive lineman and leader of this group, with with a guy like Penny Sewell, Penny Sewell coming up from you know being a rookie and and being first. Uh, tackle taken in last year's draft, and and we know the upside that he has. Yeah, and this is the guy that he's working under. He's working with Taylor Decker. He's working with Frank Ragnow. I mean, it, it is very exciting, and you've got Jonah Jackson there too. You're really only missing one name, and that's that's big, Vitae. big Vitai. Like we just need him. <laughs> Which to, if he can, can can jump in and the right guard when, spot when he's good, he's one of the best. When yeah. he's bad, he's not very good. So real quick, what they said about uh, Frank Ragnow is he is not a, he was not a fixture in last year's rankings, but he surged in a big way uh, this year. Fresh off of a fifty four million dollar extension with Detroit, he has always been good, but but enough people are finally starting to notice. Um, he can run the whole line, great communicator, takes pressure off the quarterback, athletic enough to, to pull, uh, can play guard if you need. An NFS, NFC scout said some centers uh, can't do that. He's probably the most versatile center right now, which I think is awesome to have. Um, but we'll move on. we we got to start moving here <laughs> because we're sitting. It's exciting. Yeah. Uh, we did want to talk some quarterbacks here. Oh, oh there's more lists. Right. There's more lists. Four to five minutes. You got. You don't have much left. I thought here. we moved quick. How many you got? How many lists? <laughs> How many lists do you I have? Should, I think we should cut French fries. Let's just go fast. How many lists do you have? Frank the have tank. Frank <laughs> the tank. I have quarterbacks and quarterbacks. Cornerbacks. Quarter. It's quarterbacks. Two lists for quarterbacks. All right, just do it real quick. Rocket. Worst in the division and best in the division. If you give me that, I can read it right. faster. So yeah. the ESPN. Can he do the reading? The ESPN put Matthew Stafford at six. 
And this is what they said about Matthew Stafford. <laughs> See the Lions quarterback? <laughs> Which one do you want me to read? The whole thing? Just some of it. Pick, pick Good grief. No wonder these take so long. Look at that. It's a whole page of print. <laughs> Him going to L.A. with Sean, and that offense will be great for his already massive abilities. A veteran NFL quarterback said this will be the deciding factor on who he is. Stafford's up and down time in Detroit is still central to his standing among the game's best. Some knock him for zero playoff wins in 12 years. Others applaud him for leading an uh, often moribund franchise. Jeez, that's a weird word. Franchise to four winning seasons and three playoff appearances. As one NFC exec said, he has been in a bad place long enough that he doesn't know what a winner looks like anymore. Stafford is coming off a solid 26-touchdown, 10-pick season that was spent almost entirely without top receiver Kenny Galladay. And so his highest ranking was number four. Yeah. His lowest ranking was number 13. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, such a big gap. Yeah. He throw, in, throw a dart at that one. Overall, though, ranked number six. I thought that was very in interesting. In this ranking. Number six. I feel like that's on the high side. It is on the high side, but, but let's, let's but go. Th- real, it's debatable. Let's go real quick. What were the top five? Number one, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Number yep. two, Aaron Rodgers. Three, Tom Brady. Four, Russell Wilson. Number five, Josh Allen. Number six, Matthew Stafford. So I think the biggest thing that that stands out to me is no Deshaun Watson, which I find interesting that he's not even on this list. He might not play. Is yeah, he, but is he on a roster. Aaron Rodgers right might not even play either. Yeah, but they true. still had him on he's, the list. That's true. He's um, and then uh, Drew Brees, obviously retiring, dropped him out. So that moved Stafford up. But, like, Stafford probably was, what? I, I, I couldn't find the list before, but it was probably, like, 15 head, heading into last year. Last so year's, ranking, last year's of, ranking was number 10. Was he? Yeah. In the same list? Same list, number 10 last year. So the fact that just the change of scenery is <laughs> it just sucks as a Lions fan. People are, like, that. pumped about this with Sean McVay. I, I'm very interested to see it. It's going to be a very tough breakup for me. I'm I'm not looking forward to it. Huh? I've had some bad dreams about it already. Oh boy! Yeah. Like, you dreamt look, about uh, other men. All right. Men? So for <laughs> real quick, I've I've been with my my wife in LA <laughs> since I was what like six years old or something like that maybe. But like I've never gone through like a bad breakup, especially with like social media stuff. And I don't go on social media a whole lot. But there's one social media thing that's really I, if I was ever dumped, like in high school or like let's say college, and I had a girlfriend for a decent long time and she's gone, like I'm watching this Stafford family on the social media, like I'm a, like I was dumped, and like I'm just like stalking them, like they're gonna be really good. This is gonna suck. If he's like, talking, I just keep. <laughs> it's it, I, it dri- it's driving it. This is gonna be such a rough year, and it's gonna start first Sunday. I think Matthew Stafford. All right. Matthew's all right, <laughs> and you're done. I didn't right. even let that one build. As soon as he started talking about his dreams of Matthew Stafford, I hit Jaws and At went six years right old. into it. It is breakups. Look, anyways, <laughs> Ryan's, fact, Ryan like, tapped me and I, was like, "You need to start Jaws." I'm saying this as like I've never had that feeling of being like on social media, Dumped. watching a X. Oh. Here I am watching Stafford 
on social media, I'm like, this is gonna, this is gonna hurt. Like you this got dumped. Gonna hurt like a mother right? effort. Yeah. Is that what Michael's? And, like, got? yeah, I mean, uh, Matt Stafford like upgraded. So if this gal had dumped you <laughs> right? and like upgraded, like, oh, where does that leave you? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. that's Detroit. So handsome here with you guys. I wonder if he thinks about <laughs> you the same way that you think about. I him. think he does. I think he does. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the other quick list that I want to bring up was Chris Sims. Which we've talked about, Chris Sims, big fan, and how how controversial he can be with his his list. How he hates Jared Goff, but he's right <laughs> in there. Uh, anyways, Matthew Stafford <laughs> landed at eighth in the Chris Sims uh, forty quarterback countdown, where last year he was fourteenth. Again, just moves up just because he has a good coach and a good organization and good people around him. I'm curious where you guys think. Jared Goff fell in on this list. 17. Chris Sims's list? Yeah. Chris Sims' 25. I think I know this. You so, do? Did you yeah. read it? Come on, man. No, I just pay attention to Chris Sims. 31 first. Yeah. Behind Justin Fields? He became, he went but No, he's in front of Justin Fields. He's in front of Justin Fields. He actually likes Justin he's Fields be, better. He's behind <laughs> Mac Jones. He's behind Andy Dalton. He's behind Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Jameis Winston slash Tate some Hill are both ahead of him. Yep. Saw that. <laughs> okay. Chris Sims is discredited. No, he's Why? not. Dude. He's spot on. No, Chris he's Sims not. Hits it. Yeah, you nuts with that list no, right I'm there. I'm telling you, he's spot on. I'm Chris not, Sims is usually right. But I agree. I disagree. I think you, I think Goff should be top ten. You, you're out of your. Oh, okay, top five. <laughs> you are back, also back out of your mind. Back to his mind. dreams about men. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> oh, he got you uh, good there. No, Come but there's a lot of unanswered no. questions with with Jared Goff. And last year, you could argue that he played as the 31st best quarterback. You this, could argue. This is a real Jaws. Where let's, was where was? He's so let's move on. Last year. I'm not turning where it off. Was, where was Goff? Goff was at 19. <laughs> he dropped. He had a bad year. <laughs> Anyways, we were going to get into some other talk with, with the, the Lions, like Nikhil Harris. What are you talking oh. Stuff like that, but there's no reason to do it. Nikhil Henry. Harry. Harry. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's basically his, listed to go to every what's, other team. What's in this beer? Huh? What's in this beer? <laughs> a little Lions Kool-Aid. Yeah. Red Wings to Michigan State. We're talking about it. This is State of My Sports. All right, so we got to put this up for a vote. Where, where are we setting on time right now? Like one hour and 17 minutes. Seriously? We're crushing. And yeah, one hour and five minutes of that is Tigers. Yes. Perfect. Love it. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow and learn something. I can't wait. <laughs> This people listen to this? You can listen to this somewhere? You can listen to it. <laughs> you on can. Wherever okay. you listen to podcasts. Anywhere you search on iTunes, Apple. Yeah, Apple, it's on the anchor. That's where we produce from. But Poverty Radio. Spotify. Spotify. It's on the Spotify. It's not on Pandora. That's the only place you cannot find it is Poverty Radio. Because nobody Pandora. uses it. It's also on Twitch. It is on Twitch. You can also stream. For the people that are watching, we got some viewers, I think. Maybe. No, maybe not. We got some what? Wait, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I think I just saw a hand Are we talking French up. fries now? Yes. Let's talk some French fries. And, and the fact that we're only at hour 17, we can do this for like another 45 minutes. Ugh. 
Let's take it easy on that. All right, yeah. all right, Kyle, you want to move quick? Show us the pace I don't that we should do move this. Quick. The Sounds pace? like he, yeah. Sh- tell you're setting the pace here for filling your banana boat with your four favorite this national the, French fries. This is the only part I actually care about, though. All right, so take your time then. Yeah, and then we'll just we'll just. You want mimic. me to fill my banana we'll, boat? You are on the clock. Oh man. Oh. Sorry. Do you even national? <laughs> a guy I worked fries. with just asked me a really deep, like, can I go first? <laughs> can I go first? Is this, yeah. What are is your this a draft? favorite French fries? No. Oh, Very I got deep. it. I got it. No, no it's not a draft. National no, it's not French a draft. fries. I'm taking France. For, he wants France. Because it's French. The and French, I'm going to take USA the French for freedom fries. Of fries. Oh, nice. Right, because it's, you know, it's hey, kind of a trip. Hold on. What? Yeah. Real guess quick. What? Good luck, guys. That's international. That's not national. Hold on. It's national to France. This is very important, though. This is what I found on National French Fry Day, which is today, July 13th. Um, it recognizes a staple food on menus across the country. It comes in so many different cuts and styles. There's a favorite for everyone to enjoy. It is believed by some that the French was introduced to the potatoes when the American soldiers arrived in Belgium during World War One, and, and consequently tasted Belgian fries. Since French was the official language of the Belgian army at the time, it is possible that the American soldiers began calling the fried potatoes French fries, even though they should be Belgian fries. Belgium. Wow. <sighs> yeah, that's actually really cool. So that's the, probably it, the most factual thing we've ever had. Have you been to Belgium? Probably French yeah, waffles yesterday. then, right? Nice. Vacation. Yeah. French French waffles then. Belgian fries. Where do they yeah, get? Probably. Where do they <laughs> exactly. get French kissing from? Maple syrup. Tongue. France. I think. Trust me. I think it started with tongue. Trust you? <laughs> France. How well, you? What were you doing over in France? <laughs> I thought you were on vacation. With my wife? Kissing. Oh. Making out. You know. She's not French, you is know. she? Kiss your wife. You know. On the mouth? Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't do All that. Right, let's move on. Anyways, that is a fun fact about French fries. I didn't know that. I read that on the the little uh, sheet you have here that you do for us. That I sent you a couple days ago? Uh, Are you just reading now? No, I read it then. The heck? Uh, (laughs) This was sent? When did you send this to us? (laughs) Uh, And I never knew that, so that was a very interesting fact. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Did you get my What are your favorite Belgian fries? I mean, French fries. Am I filling mine first? I don't know. You guys are fighting Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to go first. And as you know, I always do them in order. (laughs) Because Sam <laughs> hates that I do that. No order. It's just random. Uh, number George one. Washington's not better than Abraham Lincoln. You can't put him in order for Mount Rushmore. Ooh, I could. And I when we were doing could. the banana boat, well, I'm just saying, like, when you're doing the banana boat, here, it's just the banana boat. It doesn't matter who's in front and who's in back. So here are mine in order. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, oh, I it's, thought he was going to pop me one. It's called a nanner boat. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. <laughs> I should have hit that one. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's in front of me. Yeah. Uh, for my first one, I want Smash Fries. Uh, do you guys, did you guys ever go to yeah, Smash, Smash Burger? From yeah. where? From Smash Burger. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. The, well, they use a little bit of truffle oil. They do, which a little makes bit of, all the difference. Rosemary, and then there's some sort of cheese. I don't know what kind. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Is it Parmesan? Yeah? Okay. Uh, those are amazing. A little Just bit of Parmesan. A little sprinkle. A little sprinkle, sprinkle. Next, I'll take... In and out, mm. which doesn't somebody here hate? In and, is that him who hates In and Out? He either hates it or he doesn't know it, so he hates it. Why would you? Had, yeah, okay. he's never had In and Out. Okay. Yeah, he had a bad breakup there. Yeah. Once. <laughs> <laughs> he's been having dreams. 
I like when we make fun of him when he's not here, yeah. too. Usually we do it right when he's here, but this is fun, too. Uh, in and out animal style fries, delicious. Nice. Um, number four, I'm going to, or sorry, this is three. I'm going to take Chick fil A waffle fries. Waffle. Uh, and number four, in order, uh, I need a. Cr- I need a crinkle fry because what I want to do here is go smash burger, smash tots, which is technically not a fry, right? <laughs> of course. No, it's, it's a fried potato. All, it works. You start bending all those shapes rolls. And, all shapes and sizes, it said. Then I'm going to close out with smash tots because they're so good with the truffle <laughs> oil. And, the, <laughs> and, they, and the they used to be at Helen DeVos. Truffle fries are amazing. And I basically put on 50 pounds in those like six months of being Who, there. Who's were these? Uh, oh, in tops? the hospital? Smashburger. There used to be one at 35 Michigan, right? Wait, there at, isn't anymore? It, 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 during COVID, it closed and they said they're oh, not going to reopen. what? No. Yep. What a burger. Very good fries, too, there. Yeah. Better, better good. What were your first three? <laughs> Real quick. Uh, smash fries, in and out animal style, and Chick-fil-A waffle, waffle fries. Nice. in and out animal style? <laughs> Did you guys laugh about that or no? No. No, because they're awesome. No, because they're you? good. We actually, we made fun of you, <laughs> and then John said he thought you had a bad breakup oh. with in and out <laughs> Is that really what happened? Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> I'll go next. All right, Ryan. I don't even have four. That's perfect. So... <laughs> First one, I'm going with five guys. Oh, they are good. Mm. Cajun or regular? Just regular. Ooh. Underrated. Because everybody talks about how you get so much of them. Yeah. Which you do. You do. Awesome. But they are very good. Yeah. You get a if, lunch it, bag full. Well, if you, you yeah, do. yeah. I feel like you got to throw a little bit of extra salt on it, too. Um, that, I don't know. Or pers- just get the personal Cajun opinion. And a lot of flavor. I've never had that. The Cajun's awesome. Is it good? Yeah. Uh, second, I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A after you brought so that up. Waffle fries? Waffle fries oh. are very, very with good. With some Under, Chick-fil-A sauce? Oh, yeah. Ooh, baby. Underrated. baby. Did you know that they sell Chick-fil-A sauce in a bottle? Did I bring that up last week? Chick-fil-A. You did. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A sauce. Can I get a bottle of Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. I think it was Chick's souffle. Chick-fil-A. Sounded right to me. Wow. Uh, third, I'm going to go with not a national chain, but a very specific restaurant. I'll allow it. The Deck. Have you had their uh, sweet potato oh. waffle fries Ooh. from The Deck in Muskegon? Oh, yeah. He just broke the rules. Have you guys nope. had that, though? But I clearly said I'll allow it. Oh, you well, did. So, oh, you did. We don't care what <laughs> he said. Keep going like we nothing all happened. Know Micah's with us. It's three against one. John's with us. It's four against one. John, Thank you. no, you're just making stuff Five up against now. one with Carrie. Five. Yes, this you was lost not everything. an official vote. So many yeah. against I feel like this is a Democratic everything. vote here. I'm just I'm stacking hide, it. I'm hiding behind the computer screen. That's I feel like all. This is, you I just, feel like John nodded it. Like I feel like this is 2 a.m. I vote against throwing all votes voting in. rights. <laughs> well, I've also been to the deck, but I don't go there to eat. It's always to drink. You know, So it's like, oh. You should start eating there. Great food. Next time I'll get those sweet potato fries. I, I actually could go with Dockers, too, because I was just there, and they had Ooh. really good fries. They had really good you fries dog. there, too. Uh, I might break the When were you too. there? I was there on Sunday watching Brenna all day. Nice. Coming from a sailboat. What's Brenna? And then we left on the sailboat, and oh. I was standing up front, and everybody no. was like, holy cow. I'm like, yep, For real? I know. It's actually Should who. I know this? It's who is Brenna, not what is. <laughs> but, yeah. Who is Brenna? Yeah. You don't. Really? What? Yeah. You are in 
the boy, west oh side boy. of Uh-oh. Michigan. You don't know Brenna? I think you just offended half of our listeners. We yeah. might All have to of them. throw him out the window. <laughs> All right, divided by two, so six and a half. Leave a, leave a comment. Leave a comment right now. What, Over what under. is what is Kyle's punishment for not knowing what is Brenna? Brenna? Or who he has to is go to Brenna? a Brenna concert. It's spelled how it sounds too. He's anyways, go to the next show. anyways, that we'll was fly. three or four of mine. I, I, I'm done with done. a thing over the top. A what? No, just five letters. <laughs> oh, he's thinking about the little. <laughs> oh, Brenda. like it's a what? Like cafe. Brenda. Like, like Brenna. Brenda. A, that would be Brenna. It's a band. Brenna. 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 It's a beignet. Same thing. <laughs> Bernier. It's a beignet. A Who's bean- next? That's a, like a pastry. Mike, do you want to go? Honestly, yeah. I don't even think I have it, so like, I'm just glad that you guys are taking the time. So. All right. We're starting off with nacho fries from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. If you have not had nacho fries from there, you are losing out. I haven't. So I'm about to on the way home. They, they are, <laughs> I'm hungry. They are it's divine. a party band? So good. It's a musician. Yeah. Band. Okay. Pull up and then number two. I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. You got to do extra crispy. That, okay. Game changing. I've never done it, but that has to – because I feel like – I was thinking about this on the way here. Chick-fil-A should be on everybody's list. It but has the fact so that far. there has been like – there's a little sogginess to them sometimes. They're soggy consistently. Yeah. That's, the, that's so my you, problem. So if you go with extra crispy, you get them fresh. They're probably going to be a little extra salt. It's probably going to be perfect. They're guaranteed I think that just my extra world. crispy I they're every always, time when They're you always ask. fresh. Have you seen how many people eat there? My goodness. 700,000 so many a day. people. Yeah. So, okay, so so many people eat there, so they got to cook them really make quick. killing. Maybe cook them a little short on time. Maybe, maybe you're soggy. right. A soggy. I remember that. Cook them a little extra crispy. That might be a game changer right there. It's, I'm really excited about their that. their pleasure to serve you. Was that number one or number two? It's always their pleasure. That was number two. Number one was... Oh, nacho fries. Nacho fries. Taco Bell. All right, what's yeah. number three? Arby's curly fries. Curly's short Come on, curly. Man. Overrated. Sorry, Get I'm out. overrated. I'm with him. You said a. Lo- <laughs> you said a local restaurant. Yeah, you should a, taste their a, fries, bro. A boathouse. I've been there a lot. Two boats. But not I'm even a restaurant. Arby's, That's I'm a getting potato house. cakes, which I've never been to Arby's. What in the last are potato five years cakes? So. Potato cakes that? are awesome. Potato Those are like cakes. little chi- triangles. Yeah. Yeah. Those like really thick hash browns where they're in like mm. a triangle form. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Calm down, Sam. Wow. <laughs> <Triangle>. <laughs> we just got the E. <laughs> triangle side? I mean, West side? <laughs> triangle. I know what Brenna is now. It's West Michigan's premier party band. Yes, it is. Very 100%. True. The That's premier. The premier. Yeah, if you ever yeah, throw yeah. a party, get them. Well, no, it'd be the premier. So you hire them to come to like a... How much? How much do they get? Oh, a lot. A lot. It's not a. It's not a cheap. It's not a cheap rental. Will they do my house? We'll talk talk after. We'll talk after. Yeah. I've I've seen them at several wedding receptions, and I mean they roll up. I can't imagine what it costs to hire those guys. They play. What are you talking? You. They play bangers. They play bangers. Fifty thousand dollars. No. Try seventy-five. It is I would guess really, about like, really I would guess about like seven grand for a wedding or something. Yeah, like more than a photographer for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's move. Let's move on. They're awesome. Time. They're the best. No, number four. <laughs> this one, this one's difficult. Um, we're gonna go with the hops. They have good fries. Go. They do. They have do have good fries. Extremely yep. good fries. I don't think they have a national <laughs> audience. 
but I'll let it okay. slide. Someone else the broke the rules, and I was going to break them. I'm going to break the rules. After that, agreed to allow it. I'm going to break the rules. You know who else does West Side Social? They do have good fries. They you do know, have there's good fries. a lot of that, good that, fries. They do. Yeah. I feel like local restaurants have better fries. Free radicals. Yeah, you know what? It's and like it potatoes aren't brain. that hard. You know? <laughs> right? I'm, all right, so my, my first one is McDonald's. Like, I don't know how. Did you bring up McDonald's? When no, I, I had them on mine. Like, I still think. like You can't deny that. They're the biggest fry. hit or miss, though. Gross. You can get, like, extremely good McDonald's fries or, like, absolutely garbage Ryan McDonald's fries. I'm disappointed. You get, you get real hot McDonald's fries with no salt. It's, like, Ugh. pointless. Yeah. Pointless. It tastes like nothing. This is pointless. gross. Yeah. It's not even real food, guys. Come on, move on. No, I, but it's good. It is good. Uh, yeah, I would. The chemicals. That are in that, telling your brain yeah. that it's good. It doesn't actually taste good. So I've never had the In-N-Out burger uh, tots. But I'm a have. big tots fan. So I'm going to go with Sonic's tots. Oh, there you go. They yeah, have good yeah. tots. Just they to be clear, do. In-N-Out does not do tots. That's Smash Burger. But. Oh, sorry, sorry. Your In-N-Out was doggy style. Oh, jeez. Right? <laughs> Isn't that what you said? Works. That's not how any of this works. Animal style. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, Doggy that was style. legit. Your sister you is here. Your sister yeah. is here. When you said animal style, my brain went to doggy style. <laughs> I bet it did. <laughs> Man, and, and that Matt Stafford <laughs> dream. Jaws music going. Oh, uh, please do, boy. Oh boy, John he can't get Dorn off doggy Moss. style because he's thinking about Matt Stafford. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Oh, we boy. Have <laughs> yeah, we, we have a couple comments. We have a couple comments. We some comments from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful what you. <laughs> she does say. not look in an in and out burger. Uh, <laughs> <Doggies. laughs> All right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting X rated at yeah. this point. All right. We, we need What's a next? dump button. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? Yeah. She doesn't like in and out burger. Yeah. Does that's she what I like in and out hot dog? <laughs> If I play the draft music, will he just go into draft <laughs> format and we can yeah. move this along? <laughs> okay. Who's the, who's the all right? Uh, uh, I'm gonna seven. go. I'm gonna go off the board here with a local company, and I know I wasn't supposed to do it, and I told you guys you can, but since you did, we will not allow it this time. Actually, what is that? <laughs> I can't even think of the the name of the place. So it's a uh, oh name of goodness. a uh, hotel. It's like it ends with in. Hotel and it's Martins? local, and it's local. It's like something. Boswick Lake Inn. Boswick Lake Inn. Uh, Rockford. There. Uh, I'm like, man, Hubs Inn oh hasn't been Hubs Inn in a long time. Uh, local. There. Uh, I'm thinking Hotel Martins, like what, downtown. What is like, the stuff like, that? Martins? What is the stuff that's really good. good with them? What What did we talk about earlier? What? It was a specific style or like a truffle oil. Truffle, truffle fries. Their truffle fries are amazing. I'm a big truffle fan. Truffle Fran. Fran I'm a big Truffle Fran. Truffle Fran. Don't even do the applause. Oh, all right. That's the one you went with. Um, and then I'm going to stay local with my third one, or fourth one, too. Wow. Because I'm going to break the rules even harder than you guys did. <laughs> Don't pick it, though. <laughs> Stop Which it. one? Crack Fries. Oh, from Hopcat? From Hopcat. Very good. So breaking now they the have rule. a they have they're not they got a ton of locations yeah three of them you're good no there's more than that way yeah way more. way more way way more they, they, they were they, they were aiming for COVID. fifty they were yeah, exactly yeah. two years they're all over they're all so, over does some close though John do you have favorite I, I I'll throw I'll throw one honorable mention yeah. in there okay only because I go there for lunch once a week 
Ironwood Bar and Grill. They, they have did. they have the iron tots. They're, you you yes. dip them in like a queso dip, oh, and they got like yeah. chunk chunked up jalapenos in the bottom. So Ooh. good. You're trying to fish those out with each tot. It's oh, amazing. I love tots. When tots are done right, they're better than fries. Their tots like come out with fries. yeah, that's come bold. Come out that's, with that's bold salt and I think parmesan what cheese. What a thing as to well. say on National French Friday. Yeah. You just dogged French fries. I hate then. French fries. <laughs> French fries suck. Tots are French fries, too, though. No, they're tots. They're tater. Taters, man. Tater they're still fried Frenches. Or fried I mean, I, I guess I kind of started this, but... <laughs> the, the French threw those okay, into you the can, ocean. You can get the iron fries. You can get the iron waffle fries and the iron tots. I love so, waffle fries. They got I don't waffle know how fries? waffle fries ended yeah, my it's, list. It's the sauce that... You know you just have the I know best it's a, waffle it's fries? It's an upgrade. John, John eats there for lunch. He drives right by my work. Yeah. And doesn't uh, isn't it, doesn't it is never like I, texting me like, "Hey, you want to meet want or you want me to bring you something?" I or? have racked up some royal or loyalty <laughs> loyalty points there. Royal, too. Royalty, loyalty, royalty, yeah. royalty, and loyalty. I'm up to like forty nine. That's forty nine dollars off. When do you guys want to go for lunch? Is it really? Yeah, I'm where, trying to get where more. Where and when? So I, I get guys at work to pull in, so I get their points because oh. of the money that they spend on lunch. They don't even know it. Very sneaky. I'm rooskin' them big time. Very sneaky. You know who used to have the best waffle fries? He's close too. Are you on Plymouth? We're having so many different conversations going on right now. Are you not working on Plymouth? No. I think you said you were working on Plymouth. Bro, we should do lunch one time. I drove down there today and looked for you, and you weren't, so I know you aren't. <laughs> I was at I was at uh, Oak Industrial in Plymouth, and I'm like, I wonder if Mike is down there. And I turned into the detour, and I didn't see any strange electric vehicles, and I'm like, time to get out of here. This is awkward. <laughs> turned into the detour. We finished Otherwise, up. it would have been. Oh, you did? Hard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the ground floor at church used to have the best waffle fries. Yeah. Those were so good. And chocolate shakes. And you dip them in the honey mustard. That was amazing. And Jimmy. anything shakes. When we would just make the shakes and just combine oh, yeah. all of them. <laughs> just combine them all together. That was amazing. Anyways. If it's craft beer in Michigan sports, we may not be the authority. But we love both like a fat kid loves cake. And french fries. <laughs> this is State of My Sports. All right, let's get into some betting hero talk here. If you aren't on betting hero yet, I don't know what the heck you're doing. Go to bettinghero.com, sign up. State of MI Bets is the promo code. No, it's not State of MI. No, it's not State it's of. Just MI Bets. Just MI Bets is the Yikes. promo code. That's no, that's John, why we don't shut get Shut his mic off. Anyways, go to uh, bettinghero.com, promo code MIBETS, sign up for whatever betting platform platform you want to use, and and <coughs> that'll be good. You'll find some good odds there, and you got the – oh, man, this is a rough one. Ryan, you got it. You got it. Bettinghero.com. I don't know. I've had two. This is my second beer, and I'm just feeling like 17 beers. Promo code MIBETS. Sign up for your favorite. That's all they need to know. Best promo codes around. Yes, sir. Uh, so a little bit about uh, the NHL. So I won the NHL draft. Way to go. You got the lightning. The, All right, I, on to the NBA. You the, cl- <laughs> the clapping. I don't get a clapping for that? Oh, thanks, man. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I won it. The adopt a team by taking the lightning. So I want to talk a little bit about their odds to start the season and heading into the playoffs. So if you bet on them to jump into the <laughs> – just to drag this out. <laughs> like, 
heading into next year's yeah. playoffs. <laughs> no, this is last year. This was what it was heading into last year's oh, regular season. Oh, a, re- were, a recap. They okay. were the oh, favorites. Oh, we're recapping. Yes. Okay, okay. They were the favorites. If you guys listen to the intro, you would know that. So if they bet $100 on the Lightning, they would only win 750 Only? That's a lot of money. Only 750 for before the season starts? That's a terrible bet. Well, they were the favorites. Oh, okay. And then if you went into the playoffs, you could have bet 100 on them. They were the fourth best odds at plus 700. Uh, I'll talk a little about the NBA. The Ryan is going to win that with the Bucks or the Suns. The Suns lead 2-1. to one. Guess what, guys? I had Bucks, Suns, and Hawks. So don't worry about it. Well, I had the Clippers, and they were in the Final Four. So Good for you. So There's no Final Four in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Close well, enough. Well, he brought up the Hawks, so I brought up the Clippers. It's what? fair. The same, same amount of... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways... Anyways, we got to figure out an order for our draft here. For what? For our our <laughs> British Open. Oh, good grief! Draft. <laughs> it's almost like he doesn't like being here. <laughs> All right, John. John like I want Hideki Hideki Matsui. Hideki Matsui. You know what? We're just gonna go in a circle here. John, you get the first pick. Kyle, Ryan, the prime me, time song? Micah. Yes. Get the draft music going. Oh. I will not say the pick is in. I got my microphone all or my thing all tangled. Here. Okay. All right, same name, John Rom. John Rom. John Rom. Wait, no, 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 no. No, we're not. You gotta say the pick is in. No. <laughs> Just wait, Sam will piff it. The pick is in. <laughs> He'll be the one to mess it up. Who are you taking? John Rom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyle, you <laughs> are on the clock. All right, my pick is in. I'm not going to play the music. <laughs> uh, I want Brooksy. Where's Brooksy? Kepka, man. Yeah. Six, right, yeah, 16 to 1. So yeah, I want him. Pick is in. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with uh, Bryson DeChambeau. DeChambeau. My pick's in. I'm going to take Justin, Dustin Johnson at 15 to 1. You just picked two different golfers? <laughs> Justin, can't do that. Justin to D. Just, Johnson. The other Johnson is, is bailed. Thomas? I don't know. <laughs> the other Johnson. Oh, okay. They all, all right. have Johnson. Oh, Micah? Micah. Okay. Pick his in. Pick his in. Did someone take Capcut already? I did, yeah. Uh, give me McElroy. McElroy or McElroy? <laughs> Rory. Rory. Pick is in. Mike, no, Mike is on the clock. Oh, he just picked, didn't he? Well, no, it's back to back. Oh, snake, snake draft. Oh. Yeah. That's not fair. That's how it works. Dang. That's how all of this works. Who are you going to pick, John? I'm not going to tell you now. Pick is in. Give me Xander. Read the last name. Shoffley. 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 Shoffley? Shoffley. It's just Shoffley, isn't it? Shoffle. Like a waffle. Scoofle. 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 All right. My pick's in. Don't do it. Well, well, well. Patrick Cantley. All right. Good pick. Thanks, man. My pick's 
in, and it's Jordan Spieth. Oh, just beat me to it. <laughs> okay, good pick. Oh, uh, mine top. is in. I want Matthias Schwab. What? A two fifty to one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Matthias. Is it Matthias or yeah, Matthias? For sure, no, it's Matthias. Matthias Schwab. Pick is in. Tommy Fleetwood. Very nice. Same guy that you were going to pick? Correct. Thought so. He fell all the way to I me at 10. I almost went with him, by the way. You're still on the clock, John. Pick is in. Victor Hovland. Ooh. Where is that one? Oh, I see it. 40 to 1. Hovland. Kyle. Uh, I'll take Justin Thomas. Does that mean your pick's in? Oh, sorry. Yep. My pick is in. Ricky Fowler, because I will always pick Ricky Fowler. <laughs> Remember like, when you picked like him, him and he wasn't even in the, he wasn't even playing? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> that was funny. So that means I'm on the clock here. Yeah, Justin Rose, go for it. I don't see Fowler on here. Where is he at? Way Sixty-six down to there. one. Right side. I was gonna say sixty-nine. Strong side. Strong side. All right, my picks in. Do 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 do. Tony Finau. He's due. He is due. Thanks, man. He seems like a good guy. That's the nicest thing anybody said to me all episode. Huh. I didn't have him on my big board. <laughs> Dang it. Micah. Micah. Pick his in. Back to back. Joaquin. I'm going to go with Lee Westwood. Ooh-wee. I like that one. I've always liked Lee. I have two, actually. Yeah. His fiance is like 22 years younger than him. Good for him. Yeah, he's good get, for he's him. getting older. Good I, for think, her. I think he's doing well. <laughs> a lot yeah, of money. No kidding, yeah. Good point. Back to back. Is that? Is Patrick Reed still available? Sure is. He is. I'm taking him. With his AirPods? Yep. You betcha. You betcha. Alrighty. Sambo. My pick is in. <laughs> I'm taking. Mm. Paul Casey. Am I up? You're up. You are up. Has anybody taken Dustin Johnson? Yeah, I did. He did. He tried to take Justin (laughs) Desham Johnson or something. He tried taking Jamie Johnson, the the NASCAR driver. (laughs) Desham Johnson. Need the draft music. Oh, man. (laughs) Who's the highest rated guy? Uh, Louis Louis, Louis, oh, Oosteen. Louis That's not a bad pick. I sound, sounds like another DeHaas. The pick is in. Louis Oosteen. <laughs> Louis Oosteen. <laughs> it's Oosteen. Oosteen. <laughs> Did somebody take Speeth? Louis Oosterhaus. No, Speeth is still available. All right, I'll take Speeth. No, Speeth is gone. No, Speeth is gone. I got him. Oh, Ryan got him. Round two. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Give me Paul Casey. Already gone. Excellent. Sam, uh, Sam got him this <laughs> round. <laughs> really? I'll take Webb Simpson. <laughs> Go for Justin Rose. Hey, you got a guy. Well, I, I missed <laughs> once. You missed twice. <laughs> I asked a question, and then I missed once. I call that missing twice. All right, move on. Wow, there's some good names still available. <laughs> Stuart Sink, Ian Poulter. Yeah. Reigning, reigning champion Shane Lowry is still available. Phil Mickelson. Ooh, Phil. Matt Kuchar. 
As Which? much as much as I'd like to take an American to win, because they haven't won since like 2003. It's a fun fact. Very fun that fact. That's a good fact. I'm gonna take Cameron Smith at 50 to one. 55 nice. to one. Nice. Well, that was our draft. That was so much fun. You did a good job, Kyle, with the button and everything. Who'd you take there, John? Cameron Smith. Cameron. <laughs> What's he mad at me about? I, I didn't mess know. anything up. I got a stacked European team right here. I'm just letting you know. That's a good way to go. That's a good He's way to mad go. mad I got Matthias I'm going to win Schwab. with Ricky Fowler. He doesn't want me to get Matthias Schwab. Little sleeper, Kevin Kisner. I picked him last week to win, or two weeks ago. I was going to do Not that. The Detroit Rocket Mortgage. I was going to do that. Beers for this episode, but before I caught we do, it right I want away. to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer, they have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. They also have the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. I am drinking the Madeira Oak Aged IPL. Uh, it is brewed in collaboration with Proletariat Wood Shop based in Chicago. Uh, this was the one that Eric did with his brother in his wood shop, so they uh, aged it uh, on what kind of the American Red Oak barrels, which was excellent. It's a good good IPL. Not necessarily my my style, but it, it's good. Uh, I'm gonna go with a. Seven point nine. So aggressive. So aggressive, right? It's like slam that down. Sam, who do you want to go next? I don't care. Figure it out. <laughs> okay. What did I even give it? Seven nine. I'm going. Yeah. Sam, check your phone. Uh, like tonight, I'm drinking Juicy Ball, five and a half percenter, forty five IBUs. Uh, it's it's a really good, fruitful type beer. Um, it it does have this. Fruitful? Can I not? Okay, fruity? Fruitful? Fruitful's okay. I think it's Why okay. not? Well, Low, that's so funny. Low-hanging fruit? Did you hear what I sent you, Sam? <laughs> it's, it's a, what are they? They call us a creamsicle IPA? This creamsicle IPA, okay? It's got pineapple, orange, and vanilla aroma in it, and it is fantastic. I love this beer, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in a stein... On a Wednesday night sometime. Yeah, well, so okay. Wednesday's Stein night? Wednesdays are Stein nights. $5 Stein nights, and basically two beers fit into a Stein. Five bucks. And I was talking to Ben earlier. He goes, dude, bring $10 with you. You're going to leave really, really happy. So, I mean, you're... Look at the size of that Stein. Four beers deep at Stein's. I had no idea what bucks. he was pointing at. <laughs> but... I, I would happily put that much beer, that much juicy ball into that right there. <laughs> that much juicy ball. Can you order okay. a Stein without it being Stein night and just pay like quadruple the price? I guarantee like that would be like 20 you. bucks. Maybe. Right? With that much beer? It's totally worth it though. <clears throat> it's an awesome Stein though. It is It's awesome cool looking, stein. yeah. 
So I'm going to give this beer nice an 8.1. Juicy O'Ball? Juicy O'Ball. Yeah, I'm going to try that one. Yeah, it's a really good one. And I take a sidecar with it too. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go next. So I'm drinking one I've never had before, which is I don't know, pretty rare to hops, yeah, right? Brand new, brand new, right? Walker Ave ESB, 5.5%, 42 IBUs. This is their English special bitter. It's just the right uh, amount of bitterness backed by a biscuity malt profile. I, I'm not I'm not like fancy enough to to catch all that, but what I really do like about this is I can I can taste the bitterness within just like a standard ale, yeah. which makes it a really easy to drink, uh, I don't know, like dynamic kind of beer. I think it, it really works. It's easy to drink, but, but it, it gives you enough flavor to keep going back for more. So I, I went through three of these very quickly. Um, I will give this grade an 8.2. As far as ales goes, this is phenomenal. Awesome. Okay. I have the same beer, so ditto everything he just said. I agree. It's very easy to drink, but like it has good flavor to it. Yeah. Uh, 7.9. John, what are you drinking? Oh, we didn't give you an introduction, but you can still tell us what you're drinking. And give this it is great, uh, right? uh, the hops stand delicious. So delicious. It's actually the third one I've had tonight. Nope. Don't even Ma- Remember when he made that up and he thought it was so <laughs> <laughs> like, but he's so rhyming delicious. delicious with delicious. He doesn't like, realize that. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's hey, nutritious. Did we ever ask John if he knew the Giants tackle? Yeah, what well, was never Was it Jets that. or Giants? Jets. Jets. Did I say Giants just now? I'm sorry. Jets. No. The I'm e- only saying because I remember the Eagles? the Eagles. No, the Jets. Jets. Who is the Jets left tackle? Louisville left tackle drafted first round Two years 11 ago, or 13 last year, 2020 draft. I got his name. You did get it? I did. No. Come on, John. No, I don't. As soon know. as I hear it, it's gonna. When I think of the name guy, I always think of Micah. Micah's always like got names just. Dee, doo, dee, doo. The, I have <laughs> never heard this guy's name. Mackie Becton. Mackay Becton. Mackay Becton. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Becton. Oh. All right. Well, All right. Remind me to tell you guys a story off air about Mackay Becton. Yeah, it's not safe for for podcast. I'm not gonna. We're be not gonna break news. any news or anything. Yeah. yeah. We could. Which teasers. Would be fun. Oh wow. A bunch of teasers hey. going on. We'll we'll be back next week with that story <laughs> and more. There you go. I think we should, but all right. Here comes the outro. No. Or sorry, sorry, he has to John's agree. John's going to get it great. I'll throw an 8.1 on the Stand Delicious. Oh, boy. Stand Delicious is always good. So yeah. good. You ready well, that for was, me? Yeah. You ready for <laughs> me? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was fun. Other than being treated like crap by Kyle. Uh, it's always my fault. Thank you guys for recording. Thank you all for listening, watching live. Always appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. Sam, I appreciate all the work you do for the podcast. If you could just send this out a little earlier so you could review it. You've been listening to State of My Sports. From the Red Wings to the Lions, to the Tigers, to the Pistons, to Michigan and Michigan State, and everything in between. Heap, heap hop. talking about it. D-Hop's Brewing Company. And don't forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time. Thank you again to the Hops Brewing Company Cafe for hosting this episode.